digitally spawning in from the First Nerd Order headquarters. This is the First Nerd Order Gaming Edition. I am joined, as always, by fellow members of the Order, Vega, Vexa, and Ian. We are the First Nerd Order Gamers. We haven't figured this part out yet. First Nerd Order Gamers. First, first. Ah, just, I mean, you had it the first, first podcast Nerd we did. Gaming. Yeah, first that was it. Fnog. Well, I, I know it's Fnog. I'm just saying, like, like when I'm... What does the G stand for? Well, gaming. it stands for gaming. But I think when we're gaming, when I'm gamers? introducing us as the first nerd order, I, usually it's fine when it's the first nerd order. I don't know order. what happened here, Chris, but your introduction on the first one was great. I don't know why mm-hmm. you're second guessing it. Well, just you know. Although I, I do like. Were the they made? I don't think <laughs> they were made. <laughs> were they made? I think it was great. I'm, I'm first make, nerd order. I'm saying I'm making gaming. them now. Oh okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Do you want to start over? Nope. No. No. <laughs> want to redo? I do like podcasts that just kind of start in the middle of a conversation, though. Where like they, there's no intro. Mm-hmm. Not like to like it's a cold opening. Yeah. I mean, it, we kind of <laughs> had a cold opening that wasn't recorded. Yeah. What yeah. happened to the jazz intro? Where you just start hitting record? That's that's there. But see, the best part now is that I I already have it saved on the computer. So I don't have to do it on this anymore. Okay. It's it's uh it's already in the in the format. All I gotta do is drop in our tracks, and the music's already there. Oh, Bing, fancy! Bing. Now we have a laugh track though, which is great. Because uh, <laughs> nobody likes laughs. Yeah. 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 yeah, we have. Yeah. We got a laugh track, everybody. We got a laugh <laughs> track. So now, so now that, but that's that's I gotta do that every time. I, I don't approve oh, okay. of this laugh track. No, no. no. I dig it. I it makes it me laugh. Does it? Damn it, I know you dropped it. I didn't hit the <laughs> button time. It. Yeah. Uh, So on this week's episode, we are going to do our uh, dive into villains. We got a request before from someone to say, hey, why not talk about some of your favorite villains? Who are your best villains? You want to give that person a shout out? Uh, no, no, that won't be necessary. That person doesn't need to shout out. Because they may or may not exist. Yeah. <laughs> But they probably do somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere. Again, man, a good villain list would be great. A good villain. And list? yeah, like a like a like a Our best and best well, and it's, worst it's yeah, best and worst worst villains. Worst, yeah. best and worst villains. They're also well versed in villainy. <laughs> yeah. Good. So save. so we're gonna go around the table and uh, <laughs> we're gonna go <laughs> we're gonna go around the table and we're going to this. Uh, we're going to talk about our the worst villains in our opinion first. So we'll do that, and then we'll worst go back. Worst is in the lamest, not the yeah. lamest, not the yeah. evilest. Yeah, not the yeah, evilest, like yeah. the worst is in like Be- you're just really bad at your job. You're you're yeah. a pretty shitty villain. Pointless. Because if we say you know the worst villains that are the evilest, those are your best villains, yeah, right? The Which worst. then yeah. we will do uh, uh, on Afterwards. the second half. Mm-hmm. So who wants to start? Um, is that you, Vega? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Mr. Secrets. Yeah, All right. Um, well, it'll come to fruition as to why I've kept my secrets mm-hmm. when I can reveal my best villain. <laughs> In the meantime, my worst villain of <laughs> all time, to me personally, is the eggplant wizard. <gasps> I'm going to let that sink in because I'm sure not a lot of you remember who he is, but he's just a little eggplant with a cape and he <laughs> turns you... He turns Kid Icarus into an eggplant with legs, and you can't do anything unless you get to a hospital in the game, and that's how you, quote unquote, beat the curse. A vegetable hospital? Just a random hospital. A in regular the game. hospital. Just a regular. It's literally like a, a, a nurse at a table, I think, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and that's it. So there's a nurse at a table mm-hmm. looking and at your And she cures eggplant. you, and the only 
her only purpose is to cure you from this eggplant disease. Now, a little back She's just an eggplant nurse. Is this the, that the 1986 version of Kid Icarus we're talking? Yes. In the newer one, Original he's NES. there. In, in, the, in the newer one, he's there, but it's a time limit as opposed to you having to go to a hospital room to cure your disease. Man, I don't remember Kid Icarus enough. Well, you can't just have nurses right, looking so guys, at eggs. I'm going to show you what he Kid looks Icarus like. Kid Icarus, released in 1986 yeah, by the Nintendo like. Entertainment System. Yeah. It was he received to he critical acclaim despite having poor sales. This is from the Wikipedia page. Yeah, and, and so in 1986, I'm, I'm assuming this was uh, pre-emoji days for those youngsters uh, yeah, it's, where, it's where eggplants pre-emoji. don't mean dicks. <laughs> so nowadays... <laughs> Essentially, what this little wizard does is turn you into a walking dick. Yep, just walking eggplants all over the place. Yep. Um, so that, to me, in the pantheon of villains, seems like the most useless, pointless villain, because like, what is your other job? I mean, that's like you're a wizard, evil. but 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 his but he's a wizard that can turn you basically into other fruits. Yeah, he stays in his lane. He, he just, does stay he in knows his what lane. He's good at, <laughs> I guess, and that's turning you into an eggplant. I suppose. I, I just guess. don't see how you could be proud of your accomplishments as a wizard when that is the best you've got. This is Guys, why he's the he's lamest. maybe he's really <laughs> into vegetables, you <laughs> know? That's why he's the lamest. He's really I don't into think purple vegetables. And you can beat him fairly easily. You just no, have to stand no up under him and shoot him from below. And see, I think Or do you throw it. peaches at him? No, you don't do... You throw arrows at him. You oh, s- he got it. I think him. that... <laughs> 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 you gotta throw those peaches. Yeah. Sometimes booty, <laughs> booty called. I think that uh, Kid Icarus is a superior hero to Link, but th- I think this eggplant wizard being a lame villain is the reason why he never caught on. Because... Oh, kid, you are a Kid Icarus? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Maybe... I mean, he's not like he. The last battle, the last boss is Medusa, if I remember correctly. So I think so. That sounds right. I, mean, uh, I never got that far. Character have a real name other than Eggplant Wizard. Nope. His name is just Eggplant Wizard. Yep. So he trained in the craft of wizardry, the wizardry his entire of, life, and just he's like eggplants. Egg. I think when your name's Eggplant Wizard, pinballs? that's sort of mm-hmm. got to be your job when you yeah. grow up. Like mm-hmm. you, you just you kind of. It's a self-fulfilling <laughs> like thing. He's like, well, I'm the eggplant wizard. I'm. He's well. not the only one either. There's yeah, multiples. Character himself and eggplant. I yes, it seems like he kind of is. He he's a cyclops with a big mouth and kind of purple. So he could be the grimace, I guess. I was gonna say he sounds like but grimace, uh, who uh, also uh, is a bad villain, but not a cyclops. Not grimace a has two eyes. <laughs> Just because Mayor McCheese will never bring him to justice doesn't make him a villain, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I definitely remember it's what grimace the, looks like. It's he's a, still the reason I a, don't wear purple. It's a mark on his tenure. As a senior officer in office, and I feel like he's given Mayor McCheese a bad rap, and that's the only thing that he's never been able to do in McDonald Land is bring the grimace or the hamburglar to justice. I forgot well, about the fry guys. Are we, are Wait, we fry guys, about don't don't worry about the hamburglar because have you seen McDonald's turning the hamburglar hot, into the a hot sexy hamburger? hot hamburger? Yeah. Oh, really? The one that all the ladies it's want. It's ridiculous. No, I have not seen that. Oh, yeah. yeah, the hamburglar is now a, we, a sex symbol. Yeah, he's uh, really. It's really bizarre. There's no <laughs> robble, no robble, robble there. <laughs> Or is there some or is there a, That's true. That blew up in my face. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't really see it. But well, for, yeah. I see know. the intent, but it's, you know, well, it, it's not very well executed. He's the got a six-pack, and I don't remember the hamburger ever having that, and I feel like it's no. unfair. Well, he did come he did out of just, prison, he so did he did a stint. You yeah. know, if you do, if you do a nickel or a dime, you're going to come out with a six-pack. That's true. <laughs> I really hope. I was, like... Just going through, like, in general, like, I could have, for my worst villain, named all Nintendo villains. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's of, a lot of them. 
but a lot of them though like their point was sort of just so being silly he is, be silly he is just awful. an eggplant like a gelatinous just, yeah. just just a jelly with an eggplant head okay first of all i don't like those sambo lips that are on him he looks incredibly racist <laughs> well no more racist than mother brain in the captain n cartoon mm. I don't know. That's still pretty well, racist. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Pokemon that looks almost exactly like that. Oh, and yeah, yeah. And Scott Poole's. Um, wasn't she was it like a mime? A, a, no. no. Was it a mime? I have to look it up. Anyway, so that's my, my, my lamest worst villain because really that's the best you can do is an eggplant that turns you into an eggplant. A racist eggplant? Is there any like... about that. <laughs> Um, You're making it racist. Oh, yeah, he's a white dude from New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so <laughs> who just went to wizardry school? For sure, um, it's Jinx, oh, the Jinx. Pokemon, who was pulled, I think, recently. Because hey, don't I mean that's a. I mean, she looks just like Eggplant Wizard. Yeah, it's like Eggplant oh, Wizard's wife. Fuck, is With that a sister? His sister. Is that a race? Eggplant then? Wizard's mom. I don't know. Is that a race of type of people? That's terrifying to look that, at. Like purple. So, is there any oh, like Greek mythological that that origin for Eggplant Wizard? I don't need to see that. I was like fine with the small version of it yeah, far I, away. I, yeah, don't look at zoomed it in, yeah. and I, was, I don't need the 4K version. But I feel like for sure this is Eggplant Wizard's like sister or yeah. Maybe. I never really I noticed it that they're the same. Yeah, I mean, they are the same. That Pokemon is a Nintendo product, so mm-hmm. it is. It wouldn't it is. surprise me. Nintendo? Does Eggplant Wizard belong in in Greek mythology? Like, no. is there, there's no origin. Story I don't think there. so. Not the to my knowledge. It's like the Cenotaur and the Minotaur yeah. were like looking at him one day. Was like, bruh, really? <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Maybe that's why he's Who a villain, you? though, because everyone just shat on him. And he's just like trying to Never live his life. Yeah. yeah. Poseidon was like, no. He was like, someone's got to bring the fruit, and that someone is me, and I'm going to do the <laughs> damn best job I can. Is is eggplant a fruit? I, I was under the assumption it was a vegetable. It, it, it's a vegetable. It's a vegetable, but, but he, he fruit. Because that's also <laughs> other things that in later years, that's what he can do. He can Doesn't it have oh. seeds? I think technically it might be a fruit. I don't think eggplant has seeds. I don't seeds. know. The, 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 no, not seeds. inside. No, they're inside seeds. Oh, they do have inside seats? Yeah. Oh, then, then it is guys. a fruit. We all have inside yeah, seats. I don't like this definition. I don't like it either. Because this and that tomato's a fruit. This new and, definition and of strawberries tomato. are not. So strawberries are not fruit? Apparently. Okay, yes, eggplant who, is a fruit. Who's saying this? Yeah. Who says this? Because yep. their seeds are outside. He's bringing the fruit. That's not fair. Yes, hey, man. I don't so, make the rules. Um, Science. Well, we're changing them. How about that? Once you took the your, uh, Pluto out of the, the line. rules were in place, <laughs> yes. and then Pluto went yeah. away, and, and now well, it's just free game. No, Pluto has come back. There it is no now rules. considered a That's dwarf true. planet. It is not uh, a non planet anymore. It's a dwarf planet. So Pluto is still a planet. Tyrion. I just so still don't like planet? what they did. To so here's Tyrion. the thing, too. Pluto like in the in the no, Captain no, N can't do it. In the Captain N cartoon, he was a uh, one of Mother Brain's lieutenants alongside King Hippo. So that's right. I do remember that. Obviously, she is bad at collecting villains. I do remember that. That's where I remember him is from. Is anyone else not surprised that King Hippo did not eat Wizard Eggplant because oh, Hippo's That's love. true. He would have. But did you notice oh, yeah, that both King Hippo him? and him have those Sambo lips? Maybe that's why she's recruiting them. Kip, King Hippo did. King, King Hippo, Hippo did have from them. The, lips. From Punch Out. Yeah, yeah from okay. Punch Out. Of all the, of all the fighters, you could have chosen King Hippo's the one you went with. <laughs> better than Glass Joe. No, we're better than Glass Joe. How about Bald Bull? How about Bald that Bull guy? Would have been a good choice. That would have been an enforcer. That's, that's a good guy. How about that guy? Probably not available. Not, see, mm. he just had like that bandit. Eyes. Okay. Well. Mm. Yeah. See, you're just adding racism <laughs> to add racism, sir. <laughs> I see it where I see it. 
Um, but it, it also his reputation could have been laundered. Over it says. It says. So apparently, he also he spouts fruit and vegetables when agitated or hurt, and often uses them for outlandish purposes. So you're outlandish mind, for whatever purposes. that means. <laughs> well, what was outlandish in the eighties isn't quite so outlandish right. anymore. Yeah, that's true. Hey, that's true. Eggplant. And that's what he talked like. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, eggplant. <laughs> oh Lord. It's I'm all gonna be very disappointed now if that's not how he talks. <laughs> I don't know. We got to go back and watch Captain N because oh, that's where I, I actually it. remember him from. That's where I remember him from too, mostly. And I remember them just the worst numbskull villains like the Foot Clan. I have I some know. eggplants. Um, anyway, so that's my worst villain. Eggplant. Music. I feel like that's a, that's a good one for the list. That's good to start. Starting <laughs> it off. What you got, Vexa? Oh, it's up to me now. Well, see, my villain, my worst villain, I have for different reasons because I don't fully believe that this villain was awful the entire game it was more about the lack of satisfaction in the final battle and that is alduin from skyrim which if everyone remembers that is the demonic uh half god dragon that tries to eat you in the very beginning of the game actually no one does remember you have to try really hard to make a half god dragon lame well, I here's think. the thing, is the final battle, by the time, if you put in the hours of Skyrim, which I'm sitting at a table now finding out that these men here have played it, but yeah, never no, we put in hours. Or, 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 put, or no, not no, we put it. some okay, hours. First of all, I, I need you to understand how many hours I've put into Skyrim. You know, I, I built a very lovely house. I, I need you to understand so that. that I've never played Skyrim, yeah. so, so <laughs> put no hours in it. I loved Skyrim. Skyrim is still one of my favorite games, and I have devoted more hours than I'd like to admit to this game, but the final battle with Alduin is very lackluster, and I have a huge problem with this because this RPG is great, and it is one of my favorite Elder Scrolls games, but it doesn't have, in a sense, the difficulty level or the expectation I would have of some of their previous games, where when you get to that final boss, it is... A bit of a struggle, a bit of a grind, because you were facing, you know, an arc demon. You were facing a dragon half god. Like he mm-hmm. is the son of like a dragon of a god dragon of destruction, and he is supposed to be like the world eater. He's there to destroy Nern, like to consume all life and recreate the world in his image of fire and dragon brimstone. And when you get to that final battle, you shout at him once. And by the time, if you've reached that point, you're at such a high level that it only takes a few blows from your dragon-killing sword to completely kill Alduin before he even gets a chance to fire off any of his attacks. And I it mean, is so disappointing. That sounds anticlimactic for it's a game you put so much hours in. hyper <coughs> anticlimactic, and that is my biggest reason he is my worst villain, because I expected so much from that battle of the dragons and being the dragonborn and defeating the basically what is supposed to be the most badass dragon and literally it felt worse than some of the other dragon battles you fight within the game do you think it's because at that point once you are encountering him you've leveled up so well well no, that he's no longer a threat there's and i've looked this up and there's actual topics about it online and this is a point in eso history where they wanted their games to sort of service the mass audience versus their specific clientele Hmm. so what they ended up doing is making boss battles that were easily accessible basically meaning they dumbed down their boss fights so everyone could feel like they were winning the game and it's a big thing because um skyrim i believe 
some of the bosses did level to you as you went, which was a new mechanic, whereas in the older ESO games, the regions specified leveling. Mm-hmm. But there was a point in Skyrim, depending on how you spec your character, you could OP your character. But the problem is, is even if you ran through the story at the first level and did nothing else but the main storyline, you could still, like, kill Alduin in, like, under five minutes. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like they they started the leveling thing with Oblivion. Um, but I do remember that is true in Skyrim for sure. They, I guess maybe they flushed it out. Um, that <clears throat> as you progressed, your threats progressed as well, mm-hmm. uh, which made the game more interesting. That's why I think probably why I never went to go face well, see, him because I was like, hmm, I'm pretty high and I think I'm going to be asking see, for some serious that's, trouble. That's the reason I have <laughs> issues about this being one of my worst villains is because the game itself is so great in that aspect of building that structure. But then when you meet the final boss of the game, basically, which again, the game doesn't end after you kill the dragon. The game just keeps going because that's the whole point of like ESO. It just keeps going no matter what um but facing off against alduin you expect you know a decent boss battle like you a, expect like a fight, like a fight. Yeah. and uh, i you know i've also encountered this problem in like any of the the later esl games like even elder scrolls online some of the bosses you face it's like you know if you expect your character a certain way it's kind of like any other villain npc you face in the game it's not like there's any more that's not even an Elder Scrolls problem, though. Like, it, there uh, is a problem a, of a lot of games, yeah. like, not getting the mm-hmm. progression right to where, like, I think even, like, Diablo 3 is like that, where but you, that, get, you power up so to, much. Yeah, but, but a lot I mean, of those games tend to uh, retroactively fix that. Like, I know I know, do. Shadows of Mordor was one of the well, biggest uh, the thing things I too. Because, like, you get to Sauron and then you Skyrim beat him really is quick. Is because there is a sort of a retroactive fix for Skyrim. If you do the Alduin storyline and then you go into the DLC of the Dragonborn... A lot of fans say that, oh, that helps the ending. It helps fix it. Why? It was da, 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 da. But I'm like, I don't but care. The, the true ending in the base game of Skyrim facing off against Alduin should be an epic battle. And here's the thing is the game gives you three other epic warriors to fight with you during this battle. And it's like, I don't even need them by my side when I can shoot this dragon with like three arrows and he's dead. Right. Like, <laughs> like this is a would you say, would you say then, then the game becomes mm-hmm. a situation of it being the journey more than the destination? I don't think so. Cause the journey was amazing. And I just, it was the destination that bothered me because I got there and I expected a great villain, an epic battle, like the culmination of the entire game. So the whole game, you're tracking this dragon, you're fighting his minions because every other dragon that attacks you is sent by Alduin to stop the dragonborn from stopping his prophecy. I found a lot of times that in, mm-hmm. in some games you'll, you'll face like a really badass like, like they'll have a really cool intro to a bad guy and then they'll send the minion and the minion is way harder than the bad guy at the end of the game. Oh, Does that's that make for sense? sure, Skyrim. The minions are harder <laughs> yeah. than the yeah, final it's like, boss. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, you it's know what I mean? Totally I mean, thing. that's why yeah. I never faced him because like, I was fighting some of his minions and I was just like, damn. Like when I fought my first mm-hmm. ice dragon, I was like, holy shit. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, that became a problem. Like I was constantly fighting ice dragons and I was having such a hard time with them. Eventually I figured well, it but out. Here's, here's the thing though, is in Skyrim, <clears throat> since you haven't finished that main story campaign, in the main story campaign, they give you... Um, like a dragon call which that's the whole point of the dragonborn is he can shout things and crazy crap happens they give you um a call called dragon rend and it knocks dragons out of the sky 
And it That's works on cool. every single dragon in the game, including Alduin, the main boss, which I think is a little kind of bullshit. Never, no, that seems fair. It why seems, they never, it why seems they never fair, <laughs> but it completely incapacitates him to the point where it's not a fun fight. Because yeah, it's just one, unlike two. any of the other dragons, you can't harm him when he's in the sky, but if you time it right, immediately after his little cinematic dialogue, you shout at him, he literally becomes prone and you can kill him. There's like no battle there. I like that you can so defeat a dragon by just yelling at him. Yeah, you shout at him. Well, that's how they defeated him. That's, why they, that's why they went extinct. Yeah. yeah. So Everybody figured that out. Stop flying around with your giant ass wigs burning things. Like, chill out. Yeah. So that's Goku. actually a, a fun thing. In Skyrim, sort of a loophole of beating the dragons, rush to the main end of the storyline, you get Dragon Rend. Peace out before you actually even start the Battle of Alduin, and then you can just shout dragons out of the sky the whole game. I feel like there's few <laughs> games that I've seen that, like, <laughs> dragons can be badass. Like, and Ugh. they're inherently badass, but, well, like, I feel like games know don't know really how to utilize them. I'll talk them. about that with my second choice yeah, I was gonna later say, on, all right. because yeah. I have some badass thought. dragons. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, as your best so, villain? No, he's not my best villain, but he's related to my best oh, villain. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. With Skyrim... So you definitely then also didn't like the final boss fight in Fallout 76 since they just reskinned that boss. And <laughs> <laughs> the Scorch well, Beast you're talking about. Hey, hey, spoilers. Oh. I haven't gotten to that battle yet, but I'm assuming it's probably much the same. They nerfed him hard, too, the, well, the current well, Scorch Beast. Well, I'm not going to lie. I went after one of the Scorch Beast queens at, like, I was a level 10 and it was a level 60. That did not go over well no. for me. Um, that's the danger yeah. about running into <laughs> Fallout 76 is you'll wander if because yeah, like uh, Vex and I have played it a lot and I feel like we will wander into high level territories it's and so just bad. get murked so dangerous. I got out my free code and I almost plugged it in yesterday but I didn't uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> well Vega and I made the bad choice of building our camps apparently adjacent to yeah. Scorch Beast territory oh yeah you just went Scorch Beast uh, <laughs> yeah. well, you, know, you know it was a nice it, it plot is, of land you get, a, you get a lot for your money <laughs> yeah. in those pretty. areas yeah it's like living near the pretty. airport. Like yeah. It's like living it's next to the cheap. freeway. It yeah. is. The, yeah. Well, it's a little we cheaper. were happily farming our tato plants, and then suddenly a scorch beast just flew over and obliterated everything. said, nope. Yep, nope, nope. Uh, can't no farming. Farm not no here. farming here. Farm here. Slash and burn farming, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Not your land. It is my land, sir. The, I never actually got the to the end visitor. of Skyrim because I just got so we got so distracted. Yeah, like, I, I got. Just, there's so much to there's do. There's so much to do in Skyrim, and there's yeah. so many uh, guilds to be a part of. Yeah, I was building a house. I, I was, was building houses too. I was just going on dragon hunting quests where I just was killing dragons for shits and giggles. There's so many caves, just so go many in, caves. I had to take care of my horse. Like that was a th- this. Plus, I had no like, time for Alduin. Point, like, I got married, and like, my <laughs> wife wasn't going to go let me fight in dragons. Right. You know? like, no, she would be, she would be there. You had no time to kill the dragon that tried to kill you? Uh, no, because it's not like he was coming point. back for me. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was coming for you every time he sent a dragon after you. But see, but he, that wasn't him, though. So it's no, like any time he him. sent one of his, his, his cronies, I would take those mofos down. I'd be like, what you got, Alduin? Yeah. Ain't got yeah, enough progression was a real problem in Skyrim. I feel like <laughs> you were able to get super OP. Oh, in you that could. Game. They, yeah. They've. I feel like they've fixed that uh, in more recent games because oh, that's, that's a, like a sure. big issue yeah. for uh, that I had in Shadows of Mordor, um, and both of those games really. You um, just get too good. You get you because I'm. I I like to explore. Like whenever I get an open world game, like I'll do all side quests. I will do mm-hmm. anything before I even remotely think about doing the story. So I'll explore the land and I'll get super leveled up. And then when I come to face the buildings, I just or face the villains, I'll just breeze through them. And Odyssey, I've noticed that they recently patched uh, it where the 
the camps that you're infiltrating level up to what your level is. So it'll never it'll never feel OP. I like but that. there's a lot of like frivolous things that they added to the game too, which is like you have your armor set and you have your perks, but you can kind of swap out the looks of it, like the 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 cosmetics of it all. So it doesn't seem like you're you're getting all these different varieties of armor and weapons that don't really amount to anything because it doesn't seem like you're doing any more or less damage with the weapons that you have for the levels that you're fighting. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? So you're saying it kind of just makes the gear irrelevant? It kind of makes the variety and the stats irrelevant. Like, it doesn't seem to be like... You can't strategically put an armor that you're like, okay, this is going to do more... And maybe this is just me and me playing it because there are three kind of levels to it. Um, In terms of, like, style, there's, like, the assassin, the warrior, and the hunter. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they're different in that when you use your arrows, your sword, and your daggers, and that's kind of it. That's the, the variety of it. You know what I mean? Um, but it never feels like you're you're overpowered in any kind of capacity. Like, it really comes down to skill at that point. Okay. Well, see, that's one thing I, I feel like I miss about a lot of games nowadays. It, it's changing a little bit, but some games just seem to have no skill set anymore. It's sort of just like they're made for the mass market, so anyone can just button mash and get through it. Yeah, like, like there's no style to it. Yeah, there's no style. There's no like you don't. You I would to actually learn. I would argue that there are still games that are like that. Well, I mean, Skyrim is like games. that. Like, is that th- that was one of the things that I liked but about that's Skyrim. Skyrim was but not how the old now. Well, no, not the no, ending. no. Yeah, you're right. And that's what annoyed me because I had come out of playing Morrowind into Skyrim because I've been a big ESO person for a long time, and Morrowind was that classic RPG. When you got to that final boss, that final boss was like punishing well i felt like oblivion's final boss was worse than morrowind's oh i don't talk about oblivion's final boss because it was just a cutscene and nothing happened and your companions killed the boss for you i have major problems with that so I don't uh, spoiler okay. alert so the, i guess so the reason that wasn't my worst villain and alduin took the slot of that is i think i was the most disappointed about no, okay. the final battle you were left unsatisfied yeah. I was left which so you've got me convinced because yeah. i don't think that eggplant wizard ever left anybody unsatisfied I mean, yeah. he left every. Well, well there, he, that's true. <laughs> he's throwing a lot of a lot of dicks. <laughs> he, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he didn't leave I any really ladies unsatisfied. That's nope. true. Because I really have a night plan. <laughs> I really did go back and forth about my choice of like worst villain, and it did come. No, stop it, you two. Stop. Okay, so there is a. Going into the like, like exploring the game and leveling up too much for the for the actual like content, and I didn't pick any of these villains. I don't think anybody did, but there is like a consensus like best villain in video games. Well, we didn't hear your worst villain. Yeah. I know we'll we'll get to that, but Are I just wanted to talk we'll real quick while we were talking about the progression problem mm-hmm. about Final Fantasy villains. Oh, Final Fantasy villains. Because <laughs> none of us picked those on any of the. Lists. Well, there's you know, too many and varied, and I really. I mean, I, pre- I, I mean, the, you can go. Final Fantasy, I think, in <clears throat> the late '90s. I mean, there's only been like th- two or three really memorable villains, and that's Kefka and and Sephiroth. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, those are the two that I remember. And Kefka's like sort of everybody's like worst villain. I think like, like as a consensus. We what do you mean like worst villain? villain. Like, everybody's like, like, every, like that's that everybody's best villain. The clown. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the clown. The was clown. Fun though. The clown was crazy. And Sephiroth was a good villain too. He was. And it, it, the, the, the difference to me, I think, was that Kefka was just insane akin to like the Joker. 
where he just mm-hmm. did things. Was Kefka, which one is Kefka from? from? Six? He the he's the Final Fantasy's Joker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's oh. from six. Yeah. From six yeah, or, I, or three, I guess, if you were face. playing American versions. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I, did, I never. I never got to that one. But Sephiroth Sephiroth had started as a good guy, didn't he? he no, well, he was just like disillusioned by the program that he was a part of yeah he, he, he was more villain. of an anti-hero that turned villain yeah like he yeah. wasn't yeah. necessarily a, a good guy final fantasy kind of got into like the villain being like a rival of yours yeah mm-hmm. and that and that's honestly like one Which of the <laughs> that's how you do a villain I think. yeah i like that well that's what they did with eight i feel like yeah i, don't I never remember the bad guy from eight i just remember i just like remember your main the, rival yeah, yeah he was your main rival i, I liked eight and nine better than seven i didn't like nine but i like ten i like the story of seven yeah, I like seven. I liked, it, but I did like eight a lot. I played through eight pretty, pretty aggro. The other, I played eight. That's like, the one with Squall. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was into those games for the yeah, Chocobo racing. You, for the oh, Chocobo, Chocobo racing. Chocobo racing. Who is that's, that's I it. love that in the new one you can just get a Chocobo and just roll around the town. <laughs> you know what's funny is in that new game it doesn't <laughs> you seem and your like bros. a Final Fantasy it game. It does not. To me. It does it's not. So different. And it's, it's weird to me because in a world where The Witcher exists and subsequent games that have come out there. That game seems almost stuck in its ways because all the fetch, it, there's so many fetch quests and they all seem redundant and it, there's no like variety. And like, there's a kind of cool, like, to me, the core story of 15 is the camaraderie you have between the four main yeah, characters. Riding around in your car with yeah, your bros. riding around with your bros <laughs> and going from place to place. Don't get that game. Yeah, and then, and, and that's kind of it. Like I just a played, bunch of eggplant wizards just, cruising. Yeah, yeah, just cruising. Eggplant wizards. Eggplant bros. <laughs> and then um, I've I've played along. I played because I started playing it because um, I was waiting for Red Dead to come out, and I felt like I could just fill time with this. And it certainly is a time waster because I've literally just rode around. I don't I think I've left the main quest. It looks pretty though. It it's great, well, the game's and the fighting mechanic the is, is great. Yeah. It is unlike other Final Fantasy games. It's definitely in its own thing with a flavor of Final Fantasy to it, in that it has that like futuristic steampunkish kind of world. You know what I mean? But <clears throat> I don't ever foresee myself coming to the end of that game, and it's well, that was a problem for me. Yeah. In all Final Fantasy. Games. It, yeah, I, I was got about say, two like, thirds of the way through, yeah, and then I just kind of peter out. Yeah. It does because it's just yeah. too big. Well, that was so seven. Seven, I was like that. Like it took me. I I was playing it, and then I was like, "Man, this is just too much." And I backed away. And then eight came out, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta play seven so I can go to play eight. Which you know, they're not connected, but still. I was ignorant back there, and still it was yeah, like yeah. more like I. Just but you never know, if right? You don't know. Yeah. So then I finally finished seven, and then I played eight, and I I was in the service at the time, so I played. So I had a lot of free time to play it. So then I played through eight, and burned through that fairly quickly. Uh, which was like the first Final Fantasy game that I played from beginning to end, mm-hmm. and then I then nine came out and I completely skipped it for whatever reason. It just looked too cartoony for me. Oh, I liked it. You were the, you were that little monkey. <laughs> yeah, with the like, with the, the, um, the double bladed sword. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this looks this I looks goofy. Nine. Oh, that, that was I liked awesome. It. I liked that. I really liked nine. That that might be my favorite one. I'm nine not, and ten actually. I like ten a lot. That's what I was to say. Like when I got to ten, that was the first one that I I was. That's the first Final Fantasy game that I've ever played that I got. Not only emotionally invested in, but like time invested. Like I was like, I wanted to do everything to try to get through this game because I really liked Titus. Did you play X two? I did not because I was like, this is not Titus. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, was it the was it the underwater 
water polo oh the, that you yeah the water ball you? game that they <laughs> played I man that. i played oh, that I, so I, much i had a lot of fun with that yeah. and i i'm totally remember was ball? it with waka that Underwater was his name yeah, oh waka. yeah waka. Ah, i just he was great like he was that's so good the, at that game with Kyrie. was it Kyrie? i don't know. i don't know because i always Kyrie? change their names I, I, yeah I I, it's I, been a while so i don't know real names are i can't remember everybody's i just know that everyone had like a polynesian vibe to them yeah and like i think yuffie was in that game or was that she was in seven maybe i don't know I don't remember. I, don't, I, I get the characters mixed up with. Yeah, they all kind of all the blur they do start together, to blur even together. though they're kind yeah, of. Yeah, the reason I didn't like seven different. as much is because it went. It did that thing where it like you play as your like group of characters, and then they like sort of flash back to that other timeline or whatever it is, and you have to play as those characters, and those parts kind of drag to me. Like I didn't want to oh, get. Oh, I taken. remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you went back into the weird like. Old right. Time. So that yeah. like it's it's weird to complain nowadays about just having too much good content to where i didn't get <laughs> <Yep>. through it <laughs> anthem looking at you but like where like today it's like everything is just like the main campaign is like 60 mm-hmm. to 70 percent filler they put a lot of effort into the first level and the last level and that's basically it right and everything else in between is just they're trying to just waste your time i'm curious what they're going to do with the remake because i i've been kind of meaning like it's been remastered or whatever for seven and i i kind of want to go back because that I know it's kind of the most popular one, but that's the one that I played beginning to end, and I have not played a Final Fantasy game beginning to end since that one. And I feel like I enjoyed the 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 group. I thought that their like banter was funny. Like they all had their like Barrett was funny to me. Like you get the the um, the Moog guy yeah uh, you know what i mean and it's like and you had like red 13 yeah you had red 13 you had like a eclectic group of people that were all brought together for a single purpose to stop this meteor coming you know what i mean red and 13 was always in my party uh what's that that was the plot of that if i remember correctly yeah, yeah there stopping, was a, yeah, yeah, a world-stopping meteor and and sephiroth uh, sephiroth had like summoned it didn't he because he wanted yeah, to destroy the world yeah, yeah. He, there was oh, like wow, a weird god engine so like it's been i mean when i say it's been a minute like when it came out is the last time i played yeah like, mm-hmm. like you know what i mean yeah so like <laughs> so like i'm super excited to go back and revisit it and it's like i said it's been remastered and i kind of started playing it and it's fun or whatever but i to to update it and have the new technology to do it i think will mm-hmm. in the same way that the resident evil 2 remake made that game that much better i think that it's gonna make it that much better and more uh it'll add more quality of life things to it that the original didn't have that i feel like kind of holds it back from me wanting to replay it the whole way through because four discs is a long game yeah, that's a very <laughs> long and and, game. and and that's not to say because like i'll sit down and, and if it's good enough i'll sit there like i played all of red Jesus, den and we remember that time back in the day when you'd get like a game yeah. and it was like a it was like four discs and it had, like, <laughs> I, I even remember these like old pc games i played eight oh, discs yeah, the long pc games are ridiculous like, they were just like uh, flip them in and out you'd I, it's super floppy disc oh yeah <laughs> well that was like for each <laughs> For context, <laughs> for each disc, you had at least three or four floppy disks. That's what I mean, too, though. Like, even in the floppy games, it was a brick. It was a book. It, it was, was a book. It was a yeah. photo album. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, It was so much. Um, so, yeah. So, I think that, that uh, the remake will add uh, a lot of quality things that will maybe condense it and make it that much more uh, exciting to play. Yeah, I don't know if I'll find the time to play it again, but, like, it was a good game for sure, even though I didn't like it maybe as much as the other ones. But Yeah, I did um, play 10 a lot, though, because I remember I, playing I, that like, a lot. Yeah, 10 was two discs, so it was fine. I was able to get... <laughs> but so, yeah. But, oh, no, and eight, 8 was 3, I think. But that was the thing. Like, 
Seven was four discs, and it took forever to get off the first disc. It took forever Just to get off seven, the first disc. Yeah, but seven that's was cool. They did some buck. cool things, though. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm saying, but that's what that's what turned me off from going back to it. Because by the time I got off long. the first disc, I was like, really? Too like, it took me this long? I was like, man, sort of, I, yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, know if I want to put this next disc in yet. Like, ah, I'll come back to you. Let me go play Need for Speed. Yeah, it did some cool things, though. Like, that <laughs> one, cool. the, the girl companion that you have when Sephiroth just comes mm-hmm. down and just... Oh, Eris? Ends her, right. is yeah. it, um, so we all know that Sephiroth is a badass, but I'm dying in anticipation now, Ian. Here he is, Segway. Your worst villain. My worst villain. It's not... I need help. I need. I haven't even decided fully. Well, you had an option earlier. Well, what are you coming down to? My... I think that what I'm down to is... Um, unfortunately, recent Bioware villains. Ooh, which ones? <laughs> um, are you talking about when you say recent? You mean like Anthem? And, I mean Anthem Andromeda? and Andromeda. Those are my two. Because <sighs> the reason being that they were just, as I think back, like the games that I was most just sort of distracted by how lame the villain was. Mm-hmm. Almost to the point where it'd be like you'd want to hear Deadpool like making fun of them. Okay. Um, because I don't even remember what was the um. I know in Anthem it's the monitor. I don't remember, which is just a reskin of Gaul from Destiny yeah. Two. Well, that's the thing is that they become interchangeable. Yeah, like I played. I speak for Anthem with lament because <laughs> Mass Effect is like my favorite franchise, and so I mean, have there's you gotten to the final villain in Anthem yet? No. God, no. I, 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 that's what I, mean. I have Anthem. no desire to even yeah. slay the monitor. So, like, to me... <laughs> he's been, He feels beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about we, we can't qualify him because you haven't actually faced him. No, yeah. I haven't faced but him. But you haven't well, faced Anthem's... Or not Andromeda. Anthem. Andromeda's bad guy, have you? Andromeda? No, yeah. I haven't gotten all the way to the, the end. The thing either. with Andromeda's is But I know the generic. story of Andromeda. He's generic. He's, like, after... Yeah, the Archon. The Archon. Okay. Um, He's after uh that one piece of... The Helios cluster? Yeah. No, that's the where you uh, find it. Well, yeah, he wants to conquer the Helios cluster. Cluster. Custer, guys. He I wants to conquer the Helios uh, cluster <laughs> and the entire Andromeda galaxy by using the remnant technology to destroy the Pathfinder and his team. Yeah. Well, right. See, so like, that seems like such a generic thing. It's mm-hmm. Well, it is because it's literally just lifted from Mass Effect 1. No. Evil guy wants to take over the world? Well, just sort of like, oh, no, there's more to it. Than there's that. Th- okay, let's and let's maybe let's use this ancient technology that nobody knows how to really use anymore. Let's figure out a way to harness it. Sure, like, but you just described any sci-fi shooter. Well, sure. <laughs> but but if you do it in some sort of a creative way, which you have an entire brand new galaxy to do and you just come up with one enemy right, race but the thing that that is the same hook as the first game where it's just husks of another race. Right, but the thing is with the f- and here's where it I feel like that's kind of an unfair comparison, and that's because Saren in the first one is just the beginning of... It's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what else goes on. Right, but where's the so, Saren in in 2? Like, where, or in, in Andromeda, rather. Like, there's no, like that Saren makes sense. Like, look, that's actually an interesting way to get into that story. If, if the fanboys hadn't nerded out over something that seemed so innocuous now... We would have gotten more Andromeda. We would have gotten a chance to explore Ryder and his crew and that team and like, like figure out what happened to the Quarian ships. You know what I mean? Like there's there was clearly more story. Yeah, in it that seemed trilogy. like there was, but it, it, mm-hmm. it felt very hollow. It did. Launch. It did. And and for sure, like I'm not I'm defending it only because I love the franchise. Oh, and yeah, to I'm me, like that, I love Mass that, that 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 
it it hurts the most. It does stain. Right, you're the fanboy. <laughs> it's not the fanboys that ruin it. No, because it. I never because I never experienced those facial tics. I've never experienced all the crashes that everyone was no, up that's in arms what, about. No, that's what, what I'm saying. But like you're defending itself, it like a fanboy. I, I feel like yeah, that, because that I am. The, that wasn't also the worst flaw of the game. Though I think the the worst flaw of the game is how quickly they did push it out and how many hands it got well look there was like a lot of behind the scenes behind the scenes drama that yeah if you look at it it's american drama (laughs) (laughs) yeah they should just change the spelling of the game (laughs) (laughs) a-n-d-r-a-m-a um, I mean, this is one of the, the saddest things about a game that I feel had a like fan base that yeah, and look, failed because of its creators. Yes, I, I come at it as from a fanboy perspective, but at the same time, I also come at it from a person with uh, common sense and logic and realize that these are things that it was a, f- for the most part, finished game that things could have been fixed. Like the things that people were bitching about. But to me, okay, like the but game what was a the better version. But right now we're talking about... To me, it was a better version of the first game in, in terms of like... Uh, Gameplay mechanics, technically. Gameplay mechanics, like, yes, there's a whole world of, of things that you could have explored, and you come down to, like, what, three races that you find that are new? I would argue one. <laughs> no, because you find the... Um, the Yeah, there was, the, like, three races. There's, like, three... There's, there, there's, there's, three it, there wasn't a lot. What, there were, wasn't the, a what lot. were the three races? The... The... The, the, what's the, name? the, the ones with the B? Because <laughs> I've only played through the game No, once. there was the... Um, the ones that they starts with an A. The um Ang- the Angorans. Hold on. The Angorans, the Ket, and the I maybe you could make a case for the Remnant, but the Remnant are just sort of machines and right offshoots of the Geth. If there was a race yeah. there, they're long extinct. So, um, it just comes down to the Ket and the Agorans, and they're the same. the The Ket are just husk Angorans. It's one race. All right, so find me another one. <laughs> All right, the cat, the Angora, explore me, the Angora and, the re- and the remnant. Well, so guys, but there's still like different I'd, races, though. Like right, but I. D- but you could argue that that's the same for any video game race. Like, how is that not different? in Mass Effect? How is the one? different? What's Mass the difference Effect between one, there's the, tons of races? But what's the difference between the Covenant and like the people in or the the Red War from Destiny? Like, they're basically the same. I can't right, speak but to Destiny, Destiny has. Like, you're talking four superficial, races, but like, you're talking about superficial. I'm just saying, like. Whether they were similar to the other races, and I'm I'm assuming that the reason is, like, the reason why this is is because of the behind the scenes Andromeda that b- was happening during <laughs> the, the game. Andromeda. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they created three new races. Whether they had similarities to the previous games is kind of irrelevant because there's still three new races. You but know what I mean? Back, what is the reason you have a distaste for the Archon specifically as the villain? Um, I mean, I think he's like, he's not specifically what's wrong with the game, but it doesn't, it doesn't give you, there was, I didn't find like a, a compelling reason. Like I said, the genericness of it left me disappointed. Mm-hmm. He's just too generic of, of a ultimate villain for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. I, I, I mean, just, I agree. Coming I out agree. of it, like I was, I was underwhelmed with the enemy in this game. Sure. And there's, just, I just felt that way more than, than most of the games. And that's and, fair. Uh, I, until Anthem. And then, <laughs> and then that was a whole another well realm of underwhelming. And, and here's what I'm what I actually think is that the problems with these games, and and I don't Dragon Age might kind of debunk this, but um, I think that they just can't do Frostbite. Bioware just no. Can't, can't and do that Frostbite. was the problem with Andromeda. Is and that, it's still that the problem EA, with Anthem. 
at EA forced it upon them. Like they couldn't figure out heads or tails to make it work and it wasn't working. And but that didn't matter because there was a deadline. I do think that that <laughs> helped them with the actual combat loop. It did, but it, but it, it to, they had to probably sacrifice so many other things just to get up to speed on it. And that's why, and I, that's why it ends yeah. up being a generic villain and a, generic mm-hmm. races that echo back to the other and ones a and a generic story and it, there's that's why i'm saying like if there was if if the fanboys hadn't gotten up in their arms over stupid shit that could have really been fixed given time like there's a good story there in terms of like you trying to find a place there's a, there's to live idea like there. yeah there's an idea there's not there. a good story in the game to me well I think Same sides the, of the, the coin, I think. I think that's the biggest problem with, with Andromeda is that it's just not it's a great story. Too boring. Yeah. I think I, I'll the, agree, I'll agree the, that the, the idea is there. The exploring planets yeah. and the, the combat loop, mm-hmm. that's all great. I loved all that but stuff. Like but that's not what that's not the story of the game. That's, you're right. Honestly, that's, no, you're what, right. that's what yeah. prevented me from finishing Andromeda. The story that. of the game took away from all the good parts of it. Yeah, the story seemed, it felt a little lacklustered. And I was like, it took me too long to get invested. And it's like there was two different games there. Yeah, there, like, yeah, I feel like there was. one of them was bad, but it had to be there. And then the other one was really good, but <laughs> underdeveloped. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm just looking at it as a, what could have been instead yeah. of what is. And yeah. I feel yeah, like maybe that's what... Now, granted, I, I wanted that's to why finish I, it. I yeah. definitely... Yeah, I like playing the game. The combat's fun. But... So, uh, I'm not compelled yeah. to do so because so the story is just too not there. boring of a villain for Ian's taste. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, who's your worst baddie? Uh, Haytham Kinway from Assassin's Creed Three. Oh. Haytham? Yeah, Haytham? I actually liked him as a villain. I liked him. I did too. I, I, okay. Well, he's the he's guy that turns Templar. Right. right. Well, well, well yeah. here's yeah. that's Templar. that's a part yeah. of my. He, well, he started off as an Raised assassin. Raised assassin. And then he and then he turns Templar. And you don't realize that. So here's the thing. Maybe it was just the fact that you're playing as him for like a good chunk of the game, and mm-hmm. and you're like, why am I playing as this? This prologue is very long. This is a long but that's prologue. Tutorial. I think levels. that it might have. Been it was. <laughs> it was more than a tutorial. I it think was, that it initially it probably should have been a longer game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, th- yeah, I think they truncated the game a lot, so it ended up being a lot of hate them. Yeah, I mean, it was establishing your sympathy for both sides. So then, when you see the twist, you realize. See, I didn't have sympathy for Hatham really? after he after I find out that I've been playing as a Templar this whole time. I felt betrayed. Well, One. that was part. Of the <laughs> Isn't that what makes him a great villain, though? Yeah. Is you betrayed yeah. Out of well, him? I see. In the sense where, like, Look, where this I is the think- same issue you had with Road to Perdition. Well, no, no, no. Because in the sense where I like, I like the fact that. I mean, I'm not necessarily mad at the twist. Yes, the twist was mm-hmm. good, and the betrayal does make you feel like, what the hell? But, but then, it's more or less the fact that he creates his own antagonist. Yeah. And I think that that doesn't... I don't I don't like how that played out. Like, I don't feel like he was a very competent Is this Templar. more because you didn't like the assassin in the game? I think Connor. No, I actually Connor. Love, Connor. love Connor. I like Connor. Okay. I, Connor, I like Connor, is, like Connor is my I second like Connor favorite too. assassin. I, All right, I sorry. Like I wanted to like Connor more than Connor. I did. I I grew I so I played them kind of retroactively I guess because well, uh, I I I didn't yes I played them in the wrong order but I didn't play them at the time so I kind of started I I had only played the first game and then I stopped and then so Enzio went came yeah, and went for me well, th- which one did you play though did you play He's Assassin's Creed or did you say play Assassin's Creed two first no, he Assassin's, Assassassin's Creed, Creed he the first game oh, so that's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> the first game so Ezio kind of and then I and I came back. When Vexa mm-hmm. and I uh, started seeing each other, that I, I 
started playing Black Flag, and I loved it. Yeah, Black I Flag loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. The combat was great, and then I went back and played three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the hate for Connor was already out there, and I sat there, <laughs> and it had been sitting there. So I sat there and I played it, and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get why he's like the worst. Like because I don't people, know people said like, that he didn't yeah. have any personality. He doesn't actually. I I want it because I just wanted to be a badass Indian assassin. Yeah, <laughs> and he was and, that. But he he was, but he, but he, but he was. Him. I didn't mind the game, but he he could have been. More, he was sort of like mm-hmm. he seemed like kind of an idiot. Um, he has. The he's adjusting to the new he, world. He <laughs> seems super clever, and and like. See, I don't think he didn't have. I don't think he lacked personality. I don't think so either. I think his personality he, was that he was cold, and he had conviction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, he. I mean, he had a very bitter story because he was a warrior. Yeah, he was a warrior, but also like the circumstances of who his father was, and the fact that his village was under attack. And yeah, you want to yeah, talk Indian characters race, with no personality? Like, I see you, Unity. You start like, out. I couldn't tell you what the fuck <laughs> is going on in that game. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But back to this, what, what's with all the the hate for? I I don't think that he was one a competent villain because mm-hmm. I feel like his plan was way too elaborate that he set up uh, for trying to establish the Templars in the New World. And well, but his plan wasn't too. Uh, that's the thing is he was he was, he was more conflicted. nuanced I think than yeah. some of the other Templars He's because conflicted. he wanted to bring the assassins and the Templars together. He didn't want to destroy the assassins. He still had a, a weird love for the assassins because of his and that's a problem with me. his father. That Why? Really? Um, because it seems like it's Baron Mordo. he tried to end Assassin's Creed. He tried yeah. to end the whole. Yeah, he tried, to he tried end the war, <laughs> but he and tried to end it still with <laughs> the this Templars point, on let's, top. Let's call it well, Bay. Yeah, because <laughs> he believed in the Templars. Uh, journey more. He believed that people needed to be controlled because he saw his father as this assassin, recluse man that was always out in a way, not taking care of his family, not taking care of his responsibilities and he wanted that stability. He, The Templars gave him stability. And I get that. And, and then you, he turned Mr. around and, and failed at being a dad. You, of all people, Mr. <laughs> I raise my flag for the Empire, can't relate to that? Well, okay, well, see, here's the thing, right? He was thinking about the bigger picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let me explain. My dad sucks, so I'm going to change the world but y'all ain't letting me talk dad. you keep talking over me and telling me while I'm wrong about my villain Jesus the point I'm trying to make is that it's like when you compare Haytham Kimway to some of the other Templars they were strong in their convictions they believed in what they were doing and they didn't teeter-totter they didn't flip-flop except for the one from Rogue so which we won't no get one into. played Rogue so people played Rogue mm, nah. anyway Haytham Haytham for one he, and I, I kind of like the idea of villains creating their or heroes creating their own villains. But this is the first time a villain created his own hero. Mm-hmm. And in well, maybe not the first time, but in the grand scheme of this conversation, yes. So it's just he seemed kind of incompetent in the fact that like he if you're trying to be this villain who believes in the Templars, believes in this, like he helps Connor throughout most of the game as opposed to being an antagonist to him. So it was like, I never felt like, like I didn't understand exactly what it is that he was trying to get across. Like, it's like, I'm spending most of this game. Like, well, are you against me? Or are you, are you with me? I and it's like, think he wanted Connor to, to be with him and he wanted to use him as a tool to bring the sides together. Right. But I don't feel like that was conveyed well enough. That's the point that I'm trying mm-hmm. to say is that I'm playing through the game and I don't feel like he's an actual antagonist more so, but he's, cause it's like, 
and it was confusing because you play as him at the beginning of the game like he's a protagonist so you're spending most of the game like well i don't know is he my bad guy or not and like you're going through this whole thing where connor's like oh i just can't wait to kill him because he burned down our village and it's like if he's doing that and you're mad at him but then you're not giving him reasons to be mad at him it was just I didn't like the way they did it. Yeah, it was too convoluted. Like there were other villains that were very established inside of three because they were the British and everything. You're like, okay, cool. We're in the continental war. I get it. Goddamn Cornwallis. Right. Mm. Like it was like, we know these guys are bad guys and we're, it's Mm -hmm. going, but like when it came to, when it came to Haytham, it was just like, it was just, I I don't know. It was like, he was playing both sides, but Mm -hmm. he was doing it in a way where it seemed like I had an an understanding of what, his end game was. But see, I, I think I that's why I liked Hate Them so much is because it gave you those feelings of like, this is supposed to be the bad guy, but I don't see how he is the bad guy. So it gives you that sense of like, nobody's really the bad guy. Both sides yeah, are And I do feel ambiguous. like you were, you were constantly and reevaluating. I liked that yeah, about it too. And that that is a point of also, I think in that Assassin's Creed, there was the, the impact of, are the assassins really the good guys? Are the Templars really the bad guys? Cause yeah, it was a moral that, ambiguity. That was the there. first time. Yeah. Pushing that ambiguity of um, who really is serving the greater good And you good just here. want the Templars to be the bad guys. No, yeah. not necessarily. And I'm fine with... Well, you like, spend like four games building up to the Templars being the bad guy, and then all of a sudden you play one. Well, not, even, not necessarily, because yeah. in the very first game, you get betrayed by an assassin who believes that the assassins... And he's an assassin. So like, yeah. and you, you're playing through the whole game thinking he's your ally, and really he's actually against the assassins mm-hmm. he's using them as a means to an end to accomplish his own nefarious goals and he's not necessarily a templar but he's not necessarily an assassin either yeah well i feel like assassin's he's just a Creed rogue always done a he's, good job of that of showing you that there is no like ultimate good guy both sides can mm-hmm. have their corruption. but see i feel like that was established well enough in brotherhood like in brotherhood that was well established that because that's the reason why Ezio turned his chapter of the assassins into the version that you see in Revelations is because of the fact that he was mm-hmm. like, there's there's too many there's too much ambiguity as to what we could be, and he tries to narrow their focus so that they are basically there to just preserve the world and keep it going, mm-hmm. as opposed to the Templars who don't necessarily want to burn it down, but they want to control it all. Yeah, they, and I think the problem with Haytham is in that sense where it's like I don't know what the fuck you want, Haytham. And mm-hmm. I think that that was the part that, like, the nuance of whether the assassins are good or bad, I got all that. That was fun. Yeah. It was like, I felt like he had no purpose. Like, he had no drive. Like, he mm-hmm. was he was literally there just to cause chaos. Mm. And that's what it felt like for me. It was like, I... <laughs> well, some people just want to watch the world I burn, sir. Yeah, Damn. Carnage is a good film. Yeah. yeah. I understand that some people want to watch the world burn. And yeah. if that's some the people case... But he was a little too controlled. Bird. He wasn't that chaotic. Uh, he was, he was pretty. Cal- he was calculated, and okay. that's that's the problem that I have with it. So is you, that you didn't find any consistency. There. I didn't find the consistency, and it's like he's like calculated in one minute and chaotic in another. It's like he was too erratic it, for you. It was it, yeah. It was just like I I wanted to know. Would you say that the Joker is erratic? I feel like the Joker is calculated though, like mm. and consistently calculated. He, like he comes that off depends on which Joker we're talking about. He comes off as the kind of Joker that's like. Like I don't know what I want, so I'm just gonna oh I got gotcha. you. He doesn't have a purpose, right? Whereas like there are ver- there are times that the Joker is like that, like Vexa said. You know, it's just like uh, I'm just here to burn everything down. All but right. for the most part, the so, Joker yeah. is very calculated in his decisions. He just makes it seem like he has no plan. Right. So with with Hatham, he's in he's operating at a very high level of power. Right. He is. And 
you didn't feel like you knew what his why he would be doing it. Right. Because I'm like, it's like it seems like you're setting everything up to betray the Templars towards the end of the game. And it made no sense to me when you went out of your way to betray the, the assassins. So it's like, where do your fucking loyalties lie? Because I'm it just seemed like you kept going back and forth. I mean, my biggest problem with three is that, let's be real, George Washington would have been a Templar. Yeah, probably. Well, doesn't the, uh, one of the DLC packs kind of delve into that? Well, President I mean, I King know. King George or yeah, King Washington? It, it's, but it's a it's an alternate idea. It's okay. not canonical. And to argue that point, he was tapped to be a Templar, but he turned it down. He was never going to be an assassin. But he was never going to be an assassin. But he's not. He's not. He's technically not for either. He's. But he believes more in the assassin's cause than the Templar's well, here's cause. The thing, and um, in I'm refreshing myself on the background of Haytham and. Um, and this is something I forgot about because it's been a very long time since I played the game. I believe he blamed the assassins for his father's death. Yeah. It's going into, and he was converted very, very young. So he never actually was an assassin. He he knew about the assassins, but he was never an assassin. He he, was, he still was in the assassins order, though. He yeah, was just he, and he didn't he know that uh, his father well, was yeah, an but assassin. He actually, here's here's the, I'm actually on the the official page of it. He joined the Templars first and secretly went into the assassins as a covert yeah, agent. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, um, but you don't know that until like no, way later in no, the game. Yeah, that's, that's that's the true. point. Cuz you you don't you don't learn about Edward until you play 4. Like you mm-hmm, you you mm-hmm. get all your information about yeah. Edward from one conversation that Hathen has with Connor and you're like, yeah. "Oh, oh, okay. So who's this dirtbag?" Yeah. And then you go off and they give you you're an like, entire hey, like game about guy. him. And you're like, I this fucking like pretty this cool. guy. <laughs> See, but that's the thing, too. She gave me shit about it because I was playing it uh, backwards. Yeah. And I'm like, no, because I can look at this as a prequel and it'll make more sense. All the yeah. chips fall into place. You know what I mean? Because I'm like going back. Yeah, but I'm OK with that. I'm OK with going as a prequel and still being because I enjoyed Connor. I thought I liked the the world that it was like that place of turmoil where it. Like I just enjoyed that one. Three was more amazing. than I thought. Three was beautiful too. And like, maybe was, and maybe it was maybe be- seasons. Yeah, and maybe it was because I had gone into it with like super low expectations because everyone kind of the general consensus was that it was a, a not the best one. Maybe not necessarily the worst game, but definitely not the best one. Yeah, especially I, after I think, coming after four. I think you that know problem I mean? was that it was just like it seemed like the sh- campaign was just sort of parts of it were cut out like they had to get it out and shorten it yeah i'm not gonna lie sitting here um reading through haytham's full backstory again uh remembering things i have forgotten about i'm starting to like him more as um, a villain uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> he well, wasn't I, your worst villain he was yeah, mine that's true i but, as uh, far as like Assassin's Creed goes, like the mm-hmm. Borgias, I feel like were the best villains. Oh, best, yes. And, worst though. Um, Which ones are was the, the worst? worst? Was that Natio? Was in Syndicate. Syndicate, I felt like had the worst villain. So you haven't played Syndicate? I haven't either. I have it. Oh, I, I remember the villain. He was just sort of like um, it was like the idea was cool because he was just sort of a like I got burned. It got into the Industrial Creed. Revolution, yeah. like Monopoly, like Baron type yeah. thing, but he was just sort of. Like overly stereotypical. Did he have a monocle? Um, Probably. <laughs> I don't know if he had a monocle, but he had a I, mustache for sure. I did <laughs> like the setting. I like the idea of of liked, uh, syndicate. I yeah, I wanted to. I just going back and forth between the female and male protagonist. Yeah, I liked a lot of things about it. I just, I think, I just burned okay. out on it. It's and we talked. Yeah, it's just Staric, it's too much. The main antagonist of Assassin's Creed Syndicate. He's a Templar who controls the city of London. I think the best thing that Ubisoft did was to give. Uh, a year off to Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and kind of rebrand it um because it's too much like how can you churn out a game every year it was without only supposed being to be redundant? three games i know that but you know what fans love it yeah and I mean, I'm, I'm a, like, one of those fans. Look, I like I like Assassin's Creed. How do you I was, turn out a game every year? It's easy. Just look at COD. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't make a new game. You don't make a new game. Well, that's <laughs> see, <laughs> Call of Duty. To me, I do not like that game. You can't expect me to pay sixty dollars for reskinned maps just because you HD them. That's it's not, not how that works. How it works? Yeah, you don't they, like. It's, yes, it's, it does, it's Christopher. Just a marginal, <laughs> marginal upgrade. It's not all of they. You pay sixty dollars. Yeah. Two of them. No, you pay like $120 <laughs> after you get the season pass. Oh, God damn it. They are like the worst offenders, followed very closely. No, they are the worst offenders. But the thing is that it's our fault because we keep buying them. Not me personally. but I, I've never bought one of those games. Call of Duty. I have not. No. I got Call of Duty 3 because it was free. Mm-hmm. On PlayStation, and then the remaster of Modern Warfare, which I, is also free. I played and even then, I played ten minutes of it, and I'm like, nope. I played. I can't Call hit anything in this game. <laughs> I don't remember which one that was. Also, Hitler, real incompetent villain, maybe one of the lamest. Not mm-hmm. in Wolfenstein. Because <laughs> he's part uh, robot. Yeah, part <laughs> robot with machine guns. So, all right. Well, yeah. let's go around and talk about our best villains because we <laughs> we just spent an entire villains. hour talking about bad ones. Ooh. Um, I mean, baddies are baddies are the know, best. They're, they're important. Baddie baddies. Now let's get the good ones. Yeah, the good villains. Well, before we do that, I'm going to break for station identification. Today's episode is brought to you by The Color Burnt Sienna. Because why not? Mm. <laughs> I think you need that because that is not orange. It's so orangey. Yeah. Is it, is it, <laughs> is it, is it orange? Sienna? I, I, it's a brown to me. It's, it's, a, brown. A, brown. it's a brown. It's brown with orange in it. It's got some orange hue. It's it's basically what people want when they go to the tanning salon. Yeah, it's they like want to be burnt, burnt sienna. sienna. Perfect shade You're of looking tan. Looking for a little sienna. Yeah, mm. I feel like mm-hmm. I have to look. What Not to be mistaken color. with Sienna Miller. Mm. It's I don't think no one's ever made that mistake, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you don't know. Anyway. Although if the she did catch yeah. fire, it would be burnt She'd sienna. Be burnt sienna. sienna. Yeah, that's pretty. It's, it's, it's pretty brutal. Oh, yeah. so it's like a sense, wait a minute. But no, so it's like a, a crayon, like <laughs> a like a darker amber. She's not a crayon. It's, a, it's an orangey brown, like a reddishy orangey. All brown. right, so so it's <clears throat> wood. Who's gonna start? Chris off got us started with the uh, the best villains pretty well. So yeah, so we'll go what? counterclockwise. Yeah. So you you start the best, and then we'll go around. Oh, all right. Well, that's easy. The best villain of all time is Andrew Ryan. Period. We gotta talk about that. End of story. That's all we need to talk about. Moving on. Okay. All right. (laughs) So my (laughs) turn then. (laughs) Well, no, no. Um, I, I, I did like him as. I don't know if he's the best, but I did enjoy that. Damn. Well, you want to talk about? You haven't played it, and I really don't want to talk about him too much because I need you to enjoy. For our viewers who also haven't played it, what is it? Bioshock. Thank you. (laughs) It's he's he's the baddie from Bioshock. The original Bioshock. The big baddie yes, from Bioshock. Original Bioshock. He's not in the second one, right? Because I never played the second it's, one. I mean, well, I, I mean, did play they, they mention him. His legacy lives on. His legacy on. lives on, but he's not the main villain because okay. you take care of business in one. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, I feel like the Bioshock games in general have great villainous story arcs. They are very dark I games. haven't played Infinite. Uh, I played Infinite. Infinite. Infinite's, Infinite's is, fun. It's yeah, very Infinite's fun. Good. And it's and got Comstock's a very a good twisted villain. story. Yeah, yeah Comstock mm. is a very good villain. That game has some very effed up uh, I've, 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 It does. Yeah. 
It does. I'm not. Sh- <laughs> I'm not really sure how I feel about that game or mm-hmm. what it made me feel playing it. Because it makes you a little uncomfortable. You make some hard choices. It's very um, uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, you make some hard choices in Bioshock oh, too. Okay. Sure. So, so well, why is he the greatest villain of all time then, mm-hmm. without spoiling it? This is going to be a. Uh, that's that's almost impossible a to say. Out. Like, okay, well, we so can have Ian put earmuffs on? No, no, no because <laughs> sometimes he's. He, I have to convince him why he's the he's the best villain. It's I think convince I, him why he's better than my villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the best way to describe it is that he. He's somebody who, when I just talk about how focused, driven, and calculated you need to be in his villain, that's how you earn my respect. He was probably one of the most focused and the most calculated villains I've ever played against in a game. That is probably the best way I can describe it without spoiling the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of what happens. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he is kindly. extremely calculated. He's extremely precise. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he gets... But he, for the most part, he gets exactly what he wants. So it's one of those things where he's a villain who wins before you have to actually defeat him. So he wins first, and you're like, fuck, he won. God damn it. And then it's almost like the game then gives you an epilogue where then you can go and find the resolution that you needed. And that's kind of how the game works. Like, that's the best way I can describe it without... Like, I do like a story where the villain wins. And he does win. He fucking wins, dude. And, like, it's it's one of those things where you're like, shit. <laughs> I'm fucking one. God damn it. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't even see it coming. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did I did enjoy that twist. Yeah. I did like him. Uh and first of all, I Bioshock is one of those games that I really enjoyed. Yeah. But playing it later on, I because I'm not a big fan of first person shooters, I came to the conclusion that I like the setting, ideas, and kind of mechanics of yeah. Bioshock more than I do the actual game if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I like the story. I like the aesthetics, like the underground. The setting is great. Like Columbia. Rapture. Is, Rapture. Rapture. Oh, One of the best introductions to yeah. any city in any game, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I I remember when Gore Verbinski was tapped to direct the movie, oh, yeah. I'm like, there's no way he can't not include that opening shot the revealing the city. Mm-hmm. Because it was gorgeous. Yeah. Like, the music, everything was fantastic. Now, how do you feel about the? Have you read the people online who talk about him as not actually being a villain, but rather more of an objective sort of like concept? No. Nope. Well, not a concept. He's just more because of his his planning. What he thinks is like he's doing for the greater good. He's an idealist. He's he is an he's, idealist. He's so he's such an idealist that, in a sense, from his perspective, what I mean, he does is not villainy. Yeah, but that doesn't make him a not villain. Yeah, right. what he's doing is totally I mean, they're, they're wrong. Yeah, because I like that <laughs> oh, in a villain sure. too. Is yeah. when they're like they're well, when they believe they're they're, what they're doing. Yeah, I, yeah, I like, like Magneto's a great villain, and he yeah. believes exactly. what he's doing. I like what it when I, they believe what they're about, doing is, is right. A, a full section of people online who've played Bioshock who fully believe like that he's not really the villain. Well, like, same people say that about Thanos in Infinity War that he's not the villain. It's that other argument that what they're doing actually is helping the greater good. Um, okay, so this, I'm borrowing this. Oh, okay. <laughs> you need to borrow that. I is told that you the remaster? Oh, and yeah. it's on the Xbox Ooh, One. Okay, remaster. So. All right. I, I want to play the remaster. Um, I have it. Beautiful. I know, we have it. But um, it's just one of those things I haven't had time to put it in. And I haven't played the game since it came out. Yeah. If you commit to it, you can beat it Four in a night. Ago. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, it's I, fairly short. I was actually surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, a, like maybe you, 10 hours. You, yeah, if you seriously commit to it, you could beat it in a night. Yeah, I kind of wanted to go back after playing Infinite because Infinite was cool. Yeah. I um, really enjoyed Infinite. I I, I don't even know why I picked it up. I but. bought I bought two because I was such a fan of the first game and I never played it. 
I don't know why. I guess it was one of those situations where yeah, games I never played. I mean, yeah, like I bought it, and at the time <laughs> that I sat there, <laughs> I didn't finish two. I, so I have no idea wh- wh- where, not necessarily where it takes place, but just more like what happens. In the it's game. like a prequel sequel. Okay. Which one? I lost track. Two. Uh, Bioshock two. Oh, two. I never finished two either. I skipped over two. Yeah, I like if it was just the first one in Infinite, I mm-hmm. think it would have been fun. It, it didn't <laughs> get yeah. as much Infinite critical because it was hard to top one. So it, was. it didn't get a lot of critical reviews that were positive, and that's people were like, "Ooh, maybe I don't want to finish this, or maybe I don't want to play it." And so it became this thing, um, and and then they were like, "Well, we got to go back to the drawing board." So that's why Infinite was sort of a like reboot, almost. right? But even though it's still connected, like you know, what, right. Infinite still connected to one and two. Infinite is, I feel like there's a weird line with Infinite. Either fans of the that game series love infinite or they hate it i haven't met people who are just wishy-washy about infinite mm-hmm. i've met people who did not like it at all and i've met people who loved it and i think that's very interesting yeah um, it's a polarizing game yeah, it's very polarizing um i'm kind I of wishy-washy it. on it. it was like it was good i like i enjoyed it but it wasn't like it's not on my top 10 list or anything but, but see, i'm not a bioshock saying. fan yeah but that's why like i loved the the that was the, my first like there were some thing. great ideas in like the city mm-hmm. in the sky and like how it's built up and like the lore behind it and like why it's there like it's awesome like right. all I that think stuff is like great i like all that stuff about it but like the gameplay itself is it's not it's fine yeah well, it's fine see, it's that, like whatever for me, all of the bioshock games though are less about the gameplay for me and more about the story yeah yeah you, you, you can make you, the same yeah. argument about mass effect yeah you could so yeah but i've never played a yeah, bioshock game for still the, my favorite like, the gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like by far a series of games that does not have my favorite gameplay i think in any of the games but the stories are so compelling but again i've not played bioshock 2 i skipped over it yeah i feel like <laughs> yeah, see i'm, I'm kind of i can be a sucker for gameplay That's i didn't i didn't but I think I feel like the gameplay of one was great. Like I, it was yeah. one of those first person shooters. Cause I, at the time that that came out, I yeah. wasn't huge into FPSs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I would play them, but like never ones that were like, that were very story driven mm-hmm. outside of call of duty. Cause I liked the military campaigns and stuff like that. But for the most part, like I didn't really enjoy doom and Wolfenstein as much. I never I got into this either. Doom. Yeah. I, I, I never I got, um, like to me, <laughs> There's been maybe like a handful of games for first-person shooters that I absolutely loved. And Metroid Prime was that game that got me into first-person shooters that I was like, okay, if this is kind of what the world is that you can – like you can create a game like that where kind of all, everything was falling – like just running on all cylinders for mm. me, for me personally. Um, then I can get into first-person shooters, but I never got into Call of Duty. I never got into Wolfenstein. I never got into Doom. You know what I mean? Like the And then the, I played Bioshock and then the story sucks you in yeah. so yeah. so hard that sad. like the first person shooter you aspect just of just that it was an did, FPS. Yeah. It didn't yeah. it didn't it's just became irrelevant to me. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't felt. think of it as an FPS when I played Infinite. It was like okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah because you get wrapped yeah. up in yeah. the yeah. whole yeah. like you yeah. get up in that world. And I think that to me says more about a game. Like if you get wrapped up into the world of the lore and all that shit then it doesn't matter what kind yeah. of game it is. You yeah, know, you know what, what, what the first FPS that like really sucked me in was? What? Which one? It was like, it's going way back, but is uh, it Goldeneye? Goldeneye? No. Oh, it was Goldeneye. I mean, Goldeneye <laughs> like that was the first one everybody sort of like played yeah. multiplayer on. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't play a ton of the like actual campaign. For me, it was Red Faction. Really? Oh, wow. Red Faction. Was, was Red, Red Faction Fa- first person? Yeah, it was. Yes. That's right. I forgot about that. I actually really liked Red Faction. Yeah. Red Faction was But their other ones me. aren't, right? Because I remember playing... No, Red Faction Red it's, Faction it's 1 and 2 person, are both first man. person. Oh, wow. Which is the I one that we have? Uh, 
I think Would they release one? Armageddon? Maybe. Armageddon That's like was a third one, too, right? though, actually. I don't There's know one of one that person. isn't. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. For some reason, I remember playing Red Faction, but I don't remember it being Yeah, that's person. the one where you kind of destroy everything, like yeah. a just cause, right? Yeah. yeah. That's not first person. Yeah, it is. Is it really? Why yeah, I there's. I think like you person. can get in a vehicle. At some yeah, when point. you get in a vehicle, no, it, would, no. it would take out a first person. We but that's red, red, that's Red Faction Two. Let me see. Red Faction One. There's a couple vehicles. Like the, I think. Not remembering this game correctly. Maybe yeah, I'm me confusing neither. it with a different game. But like <laughs> the whole idea of it being first person Bioshock, that was the the thing that turned me off. I wasn't gonna get it. And I then see it's third person. Guys. You know, it's funny because I've never had that issue with games. Like I know a lot of gamers do. It. I know Vegas specifically has it, and he's talking about it. Which one is that? Is that Armageddon or is that Red Faction Guerrilla? Guerrilla, yeah, Guerrilla was different. Yeah, that's way that's what I That's deep into the series. Yeah, Red Faction Two and Red Faction One were first person for sure. What were you saying? Sorry. No, no, it wasn't important. Yeah, I think that was like the fourth game or something. Yeah, Guerrilla is like the fourth game. It comes after Armageddon. Um, um, but I yeah, the original Red Faction. Man, I played the hell out of that. Yeah, I love that game. I, I did too. I, like I never played them. I just played like Gorilla String Bridges. <laughs> See, that's why I guess so. Then Red Faction would have been the, or rather, Just Cause would have been the kind of successor to that. Because I remember just blowing shit up. Well, well, well no, it wasn't about it. Like, okay, so the original Red Faction, you, uh, you were just a. Um, the a idea minor. was you 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 go up to Mars as uh, taking a job as a miner. Mm. There's um, it's like kind of like Total Recall. It's exactly like Total yeah. Recall. Yeah. So it's it's like a Total Recall thing where you're a miner in a mine and and like the the guards are just being dicks and and beating on people and like somebody falls over dead and you end up starting essentially a revolution, <laughs> uh, a minor revolution on Mars and yeah. then you you end up going through this whole story to take down this corporation that that um, the the OCP of Mars basically. Yeah. <laughs> Because that, that's who so it is total recall. Yeah, because that's kind of the plot of total recall the game. I can't and, hate on uh, that. Speaking yeah, that of that, the... which has nothing to do with anything, but who is your favorite uh, villain? Ian? My favorite villain, uh, I had a really hard time with this one. Um, <laughs> you said that about the other yeah. one. <laughs> well, the other one wasn't as I, you I seem just, pretty. I had, uh, I had a hard time thinking of any like anything definitive on the first one, but this mm-hmm. one there was two that were like. What were the two? The first one, I'm surprised nobody mentioned. It was Bioware also. But well, only two people have spoken so far about their favorite villain. No, but, well, I mean, I, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, well, don't, because I think I know what you're going to say. Don't talk about <laughs> it? Don't it, talk about is it. Is it the big daddy? Uh, no, it's it's not. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not gonna steal yours. It's okay. Darth Revan. You're not oh, going to okay. steal those. I it's know who his is. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't choose Darth Revan because I was told I couldn't. You can't choose you, an IP. You can't. What do you mean? Because it was a Star Wars IP. Star Wars and I was told IP. I was not allowed oh, to choose Oh, Nice Little Republic is not. That doesn't count as See, Star Wars. that's what I said. I was like, if it's a guy that's created for but the you game. you would have picked that for I your mean, best villain. I would have picked that for my best villain. Because that I is the best like villain. If the it villain is. exists no. in a game, it's fair game. Not if it's a part of a franchise that connects to a movie. That was your Why? clarification. If it connects to a oh, movie, you couldn't do it. Well, that's but what I was asking. Game. I was like, yeah. Cause I, cause and then I, I said, said no. I said because, oh but I used the example of Iden Versio because I didn't want to give away that it was Darth Revan. <laughs> <laughs> but it is Darth Revan. He's but it is Darth Revan. Villain. So no, you well, can't because it's so yeah. My other choice is Handsome Jack. Okay. Right, from Borderlands. Jack. Yeah, that makes more uh, sense. I mean, Rude behavior. Sorry, guys. We I'm can do saying, it. What? It was created for the game, so All I don't right, understand. Focus why. up, guys. Focus <laughs> up. So, <laughs> Han- Handsome Jack from the Borderlands, <gasps> uh, which I have to say, it's a great choice. I didn't even 
think about that and I am thinking about it now. I'm like, he is a great villain. He's, he's the reason to play the game. He's the reason yeah. the game is good. He's, I would even argue he's like, and he even, there's even a line where he says to the heroes, like, I know you guys think you're the heroes in this story, but you're not <laughs> like, he's the hero of the story. <laughs> I played, I really got sucked into the first game. I never finished it for one reason or another. And then I played the Telltale as, as is tradition. <laughs> uh, look, life interrupts things. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. You all understand. Um, I did play the Telltale version of the game. Did you, you didn't finish that one. Either, and I didn't finish that one either. <laughs> uh, really? I, I couldn't stop playing. Uh, that was actually. I like. Here's that the thing. Even sometimes, look. Sometimes the only, like. There's very few Telltale games that I finish, and I love them all because mm-hmm. I love the way that they unfold the story and the choices you make. Like I finished the first Batman series, and I loved it. I thought that what they did with, like, it was a great Harvey Dent story. Um, and I love that it was more about Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I felt like the Telltale art really fit the Borderlands. Yeah, feel it was though. amazing. It like, was great. Because well, what was great about it was like the the thing about, and this is why I picked Handsome Jack, is because the 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 first several games, like he starts off as a as the hero of the story, and mm-hmm. then he ends up becoming the villain just through pure narcissism. But he's also like fun, and usually I don't like that like too cool for school like hero. But in a in a yeah. villain, like it's kind of. Um, so, so then and you know it's not like he's an incompetent villain like the way right. that he sets you up um like he's just a, he's a great villain all around but there's no like hero in the story that's more compelling than him because you're kind of generic you're kind of like four classes really right in terms so of heroes. that so that's why like i think he's the best villain is because like he's the whole game okay i mean that that makes sense um I didn't finish Tales from Borderlands. I had started it, but I didn't finish it. But then Tales from Borderlands is where you actually like you get a hero in that world that's right, written well, right, right. and like yeah. then it be and 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 Handsome Jack's still a part of that and is awesome in that too. Mm-hmm. So I want to play them because I really enjoyed it. And even I, though I it's played, a first person I shooter, I still they, really they are enjoy a game it. worth jumping into, and they yeah. hold up really well. I own yeah, both yeah. of them. Yeah, oh, Borderlands yeah. Two is. I just I never played them. They're fun. Well, I take that back. I played it once and I didn't have fun, and so. You didn't have fun, but they're so fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. How you, I don't know. I never played the multiplayer, fun. so I don't know how that works. Because I know was that implemented in the first game? Because I've really only played. No, the first I think one. it was Borderlands Two, but it's it's is it two person co op in the first one? It's up to four person co op in the first one. I want. Oh, I know the second yeah. one's four person co op. Yeah. Can you do that in the first one? I don't know. I'm I pretty sure I, you I, can do four person co op on the first one. I don't think I've ever played those games with multiplayer. I only played yeah, the second played one. Yeah, I only played the second yeah. one multiplayer. But um, it was it was in a time where like I was sort of just waiting for Destiny to come out. I didn't have a whole lot else going on. I <laughs> oh, ended up playing yeah. a bunch of Borderlands, and I'm like, this is an amazing kinda like game. Your Final Fantasy. Kind of like my yeah. Final Fantasy, except I didn't have that <laughs> <same> reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this will do for now. You picked the wrong game. Yeah, well, no, Borderlands I mean, it was, was great. fine. Look, I, Final Fantasy 15 is fine for what it is. It just. To me, it, it just it, it's frustrating because there's a lot of game mechanics that it, it just seems like set in its ways. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel the need to update itself. They know what their audience is, though. Yeah, they do, and I feel mm-hmm. like that. That's that's what it is. I mean, 15 games is hard to argue when you've set a structure for your games, right? <laughs> so who is? Uh, are we, are we, oh, it's my turn. I think. It's your turn. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got... Oh, yeah. No, Unless you guys have more to add on oh, a handsome jack. No, I don't. I, mean, I, 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 I enjoy... It. I the the little that I know of him, I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he seems like a fun It's a good villain. I like villain. that idea of villain in a lot of games where that villain plays that <clears> sort of like nonchalant, that character, that sort of vibe that he gives off. 
Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love that presence. In like the he has fun being like, a bad guy. Right. I love a good so nuanced villain. Well, it's not even, it's he's having fun and he doesn't even really, like, it's not about being a bad guy to him. He just doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. Like, but it's, it's just. I mean. It's not, like, he isn't, he's not one it's of those just villains pure sociopathic. that, like, monologues about being villainous. He just is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, sociopathic He's just like, hey, he's, and, like, yeah. completely narcissistic villain. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm, I'm all that matters in the world. All right. The world so is villain. me. Back so. My villain. Um, so my villain goes back to our talk about dragons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it is from a Bioware franchise, as everyone knows, from Dragon Age. And I'm specifically talking about Dragon Age Origins. My favorite villain I think I've ever played in a game was Loghain um, in Dragon Age Origins. And he is what pops up as what you initially think is your main um, antagonist in the game. He betrays King Kellyan in the first battle against the Darkspawn. He pulls his army out last second without telling the king. King ends up getting murdered. You end up getting thrown into this whole mix, depending on which class of people you picked. There's one where I believe you can even be like related to Loghain, and there's a weird familial connection. And you can all the the branches of this game can choose whether or not how you feel really about his villainy where Loghain is a very nuanced villain in the sense that he's given a lot of backstory in the game and he is given this place of power where he's the advisor to the king and he comes from a background of war. He comes from a background of hating the Orlesians because when he was a kid he was at, they were at war with the Orlesians and at this point in the game King Kellyan who is the son of Loghain's best friend and Loghain is his advisor Um, He believes that the king is an idiot. He's an imbecile. He has no idea what he's doing. And all King Kellen wants is peace with Orle. And then there's this giant threat of the Ark Demon coming back, which hasn't been a threat for like 300 years, so none of the people alive give this much merit. They're like, there's this weird prophecy of like darkspawn and demons. Who cares? And all Loghain can focus on really is this civil war that's been going on in his like whole life with Orlay. He hates the Orlesians. He hates that King Callan wants to make a peace treaty. You know what? You could talk me into and genociding the Orlesians just based on what they <laughs> Just on their annoyance just, level. Just on their, their and clothes. There's this there's this flaw <laughs> in Loghain where he thinks he is doing the greater good to save his people and to protect Ferelden from what he sees as the threat which ultimately he's wrong about because the bigger threat is the Darkspawn is the Arcdemon and he'll end up getting his ass handed to him because of those things. But he is such a flawed person where he thinks everything he's doing is for the greater good. And it is this great thing because you're put up against him as the protagonist and you're given choices to basically acknowledge whether or not you agree with him or not, whether or not you're going to side with this like genocidal maniac who allows his king to get murdered, who allows like half his people to get slaughtered because he doesn't think it's worth his time. And he also sells like a whole race of people into slavery because it's easier for him to deal with it that way. And it's like all of this crazy crap where it's like nothing about this man says he's a good guy. It's all super villainous. But then there's these moments throughout his life, his tragic backstory that give you this all of this like references to why he is this villainous and then your character is given that choice of like can you forgive this man because he is working for the greater good it's your choice and I mean I did not choose him I I totally straight up executed him um (laughs) because it was just like such a great journey 
in the game. He's like the Tywin Lannister. Off. Yeah, and the, here's the thing: is he's not even the main villain of the game. The main villain of the game is the Arc Demon, the demon that is coming from this like other world pit of hell, bringing all the darkspawn forth to just kill all living people. But Loghain is there basically as this like blockade, always preventing you from you know raising an army to defeat the darkspawn and you're like what the hell is your problem then and then there's a point in the game where he's like he wants to seek redemption for his actions but he doesn't deny what he did was the right thing so it's like this whole nuanced like evil villain that isn't your classical melodramatic evil guy Hmm. (laughs) i've never i never played dragon age but that sounds pretty fun unrelated Mm -hmm. side villain that Becomes the I mean, he's, he's yeah. not a like side it. villain. He's he's very much there in the story. He creates basically the reason for your character to step in. But he's in. not the. That the seems main. like yeah. fun though. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. I, like I, w- I If if you because to God, me it seems back like in the Bio- days when Bioware had good villains. I know. I mean, I know. Actually, like what happened, is, EA? And also <laughs> uh, looping back around to Vegas statement about what games do dragons right? Dragon Age does dragons right because the dragon battles in those games well, and I'd the hope battle so. with the arc demon dragon is uh, intense. Yeah, dragons it are is a bitch. intense. Well, you and know what? I will say that uh, Witcher Three also did dragons pretty yeah. good too, right. as as <laughs> minimal as they were. I'll I'll rescind my statement yeah. then. You know who <laughs> else did dragons very well? Spyro. Well, it is, it is he is a dragon. <laughs> Spyro is a dragon. <laughs> And I Skylanders. love Skylanders. Yeah, <laughs> just had to throw that in. I'm a big Skylanders <laughs> fan. I appreciate that you laughed at your own joke there. Your laugh track. You like that? Um, I yeah. I never I I started Dragon Age and I didn't finish it. I just couldn't get past. I, the same reason with Knights of the Old Republic was the combat. I couldn't get past. I it. mean, and it, here's I, the thing about Dragon Age is you do not have to do the turn by turn combat. Mm-hmm. You do not have to, because it's one of those games that originally was a turn by turn game, but in Origins they sort of built this system where you could play the combat in real time or you could do the turn-based combat str- so strategy. it gives you the option yeah. so because yeah, it came out after mass effect yeah. 2 so, so the turn-based mass effect 2's engine mm-hmm. oh. so the turn-based combat you could do as basically it was sort of like your pause you could pause combat and it would give you the top-down turn-based system so you could structure all your companions and allies to do a turn-based combat or you could straight up never do that and just yeah i saw you doing that in. when you were playing in creation yeah. and i actually really enjoyed that because i've never been a huge fan of turn-based games but how dragon age sort of incorporated both styles of combat Mm -hmm. where it gave you those options especially with the harder villains like especially with the dragons there were specific points on the dragons that if you cut cut out all their legs before you attacked the main body of the dragon you could cause the dragon to like collapse because you basically you cut off its leg right Um, i prefer turn-based I I, yeah. I I like the turn base better. I like I, I like turn base yeah. like the tactics and yeah. Good yeah. Style. Then you would probably like Dragon Age. You Fantasy can play the whole game in turn oh, base. I, well, no, no, we're don't get me wrong. I've played it. I own Fantasy, the game. I, I just it's never finished it. It's a great I got game. to a point where uh, I got stuck. Which I got, class I, were you though? I I don't remember. Because like that really drastically changes the story. Two thousand something something when I played it last, and I I literally got to a point where I was fighting some huge dude. Corypheus and. I couldn't, I couldn't get past him, and I was like, was it, was I had it? no, I had, I hadn't <laughs> saved in so long that it was like if I had gone back to my previous save, I'd have lost like maybe thirteen hours of gameplay. Oof. That's those are those are 
definitely hard lessons that video games teach you. They yeah. are hard lessons. And I was like, I was and like, now okay, autosaves can sort of bail you out of that. But they do, back but in the not, day, but not all the time. Uh, yeah, not that's all why time. kids are soft these Listen, days. They never I, learn those hard. When lessons. I played, when I played like Mass Effect when the first one came out, I remember fucking just getting into it, getting really lo- like deep into it, and then dying. And then realizing, and then realizing I hadn't saved in like two hours. Because you were just so enthralled. Because I was so enthralled. Well, they don't have and the, I, that problem either anymore. I yeah, mean, I know. <laughs> I, I I have still encountered that in certain games, like in Fallout yeah. Four. If you forget to save sometimes and you didn't have autosave on, yeah, there Guys, were points in that game where I lost a lot. It, yeah, that's happened to me plenty of times in Fallout Four. <laughs> Let me tell you, like, and, right, and it doesn't. I guess that quest just didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then at that point, you're well, just like, shit. well, I think I'm done playing for the day because there's no way I'm going to play two hours I just of don't my have life. And that's what I did. I was like, I think I'm done playing Dragon age today and then i never <laughs> well, went back to it because every it. time i went to go put the disc back in you i was like Ugh. shit i have to fight that guy but see, or i have to go back four towns chris, previously that's a good villain chris i that's have a, a sad story right about dragon yeah. age origins because i started dragon age origins on my 360 before i moved up to the xbox one and when i got the xbox one i got dragon age so i ported over my saves from the 360 and it completely deleted the last like 10 hours of the end of the game no. that I had played. That's the last time I played Dragon Age. So, That's yeah. <laughs> I it's the reason why I never went back. I had to backtrack the entire end of the game again so I could finish the DLC because... Yeah. Wait, are you talking about Inquisition? Inquisition? Inquisition. Not, not Origins. Not you said Origins. Oh, I said Origins. Origins. Yeah. I'm sorry. Inquisition. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely decided to abandon Origins after no. that fiasco and I went straight to Dragon Age 2 and I was like, no, because this is like Mass Effect and everything that happened in that one carries over. So yeah, then I was see, like, I don't mind no. doing things out of order. You guys are really... But see, but not in I a own ga- Dragon Age Inquisition but not in a game, and I haven't even opened it but yet. But not in a game where it continues your quests like it matters like in those games. You can go though into the dragon age server in your um your pro- you can upload it on their the website and you can go through and do all the choices online so when you go into inquisition all of your choices you made in the yeah but i want to live so those choices yeah, yeah me too but but i you didn't have to play it i know yeah. but i don't want to go back i, I don't want to go back <laughs> and play it so i didn't know you could do that i yeah. wish i i had mm-hmm. because then that would have made a difference but it does it makes a huge difference in yeah. how the game starts i just i jumped on with inquisition i never played the previous ones did you mm-hmm. ever feel like you missed out on something no i felt like it did a good job of like being its own game i okay. think there's a couple things that's that you're think, only going to notice if you played the earlier games but it's not going to affect how you play Inquisition. No, I, like it was fine to just jump in. Like, Andromeda was kind of Well, like cuz there was a big shock for me in Inquisition because I killed Liliana mm-hmm. in one of the previous games and when you start Inquisition, hey, look, yeah, there's Liliana. There. There she is. And she's if you killed her in the previous game, there's a whole storyline about how she's resurrected hmm. by the um the high priestess that dies in Inquisition. The divine. Yeah, the divine I resurrects just tried to bang her. her. That's oh, I, I straight killed I mean, her. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody in Bioware games that you can't bang, I've tried to bang. <laughs> I like, mean, I try to bang. And, and all the ones I, that you can, I've never even been interested in. Most I, of I, the I don't ones, know why, but like it just never works I, out I for me. I'm bad Dragon, at Bioware dating. Dragon, <laughs> Dragon Age gives you a lot of options. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Not if you're a guy. I play Bioware as a guy. Oh. There are not options in Dragon Age as a guy. And there's plenty if you're a girl. All kinds of great ones. I I, I try to bang as many well, people as possible in Bioware games. It also depends on your species, though, in Dragon Age, because certain characters won't bang outside of their species. Yeah, as a human male, nothing yeah. nothing out there for you. <laughs> I ended up accidentally hitting on the dwarf, and it still got nowhere. Oh, <laughs> the dwarf won't ever sleep with you because he has a lady. No, 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 not not the male dwarf, the, oh, the Scout thing. Harding. 
Oh, sh- oh yeah. Scout Harding's hard to get. Yeah, you she can't she get plays it. hard to get, yeah, dude. You gotta, to you get. gotta work for that shit. They yeah, ain't so spreading legs over there. All the Bioware <laughs> games I played, like I've only ever made it work one time, and that was that was that was Jack. Oh, okay. From, uh, from well, well, Jack's ready to give it up at the very beginning of the game. And, uh, no, she's not. Hey, she hey don't slut shame her. Okay. Okay. First of all, stop slut shaming her. There's literally. I have the strategy guide that I will flip open to the page to. You can have. Intimacies with Jack right away. She's like You're the really, most like really I don't want to touch anybody. Yeah, here. huh? She's she doesn't want to date anybody in the game. The right? She doesn't want to date anybody. She just wants to have sex, and you can have Listen, sex with the her easiest at the very person. Beginning the of the easiest, game. Listen, Stop the, slut shaming. No. Not not for nothing. <laughs> out of out of all video game romances, if you haven't had an Iron Bull affair with the Kunari Iron Bull in Dragon Age, you're, you're missing out on I, a lot. Look, His is the most hilarious it's super funny. intimate moment. Look, the, the person who is very <laughs> open to banging in Mass Effect in all of the games is PB. She's down to clown at any time That's in Zero PB. G. Yeah, she look on you right away. Yeah. That's in Andromeda, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. it is right. I, did, I, I didn't get that far. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the thing but is... But Jack is not... Jack, Jack had... Jack is. No right way, dude. I'm telling you, once you get her on the ship, I promise you, she's the first one... She's, that she I don't DTF remember that. I don't remember she's that. She's DTF right away. You know what? You're really, you're, you're really <laughs> making me feel terrible. No, but listen, I don't remember that. Listen, here's the thing. This is the part that hey, I try to... Hey, this is the only time that I've ever made... No, but listen. Listen, listen, listen. She's DTF right away, but if you do it, you ruin your chances with Miranda, and she knows that because M- Miranda will say, well, what happened with you and Jack? Oh, Little Miss Perfect over there? Yeah, no, Little Miss fine. Perfect, I right? Care. That's I, one. I can't Two, hate on that. I the, other thing, the other thing is, is that <laughs> if you, if you, because the thing is that you Little can't get close to Jack. To be perfect. You can't get close to She's, Jack right away, mm-hmm. but she will, she is DTF at the very beginning of the game, and then you slowly get to know her better, and you get a different intimacy scene at the end of the game than you do at the very beginning. Ooh. See, that I, mean, that I remember, though, but I don't remember she was being... here at this table, though, that can resist when that little heart icon pops in the dialogue tree to branch? To just flirt with to them? Just, like, no, I flirt with everybody. I don't flirt with everybody. I have to No, I'm super careful about it. I flirt with everybody. You gotta be pick and choosy. No, I keep it professional. I am the captain of the goddamn ship okay you gotta click it, you gotta click it. <laughs> no bro <laughs> my my, my shepherd's like captain of the ship i have not no 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 no. i gotta do a companion ports mission for that kind of thing okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's called one of their zero g rooms pb mm-hmm. all right so uh, what i'll bang you? everybody in so mass yeah speaking effect. of mass effect anybody anybody too. <laughs> you got your favorite villains mass effect? i did and i'm surprised you didn't pick up my uh my elusiveness oh to i naming I, it oh, we all it was established earlier I just mm-hmm. didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. You didn't see it. Um, Elusive Man to me is is my favorite uh, video game villain. Oh, surprise, surprise. Um, I think, <laughs> and and it, the common theme between all of our favorite villains is that they were all at one point good people that, oh, for whatever God, reason, he was or at least on your person. side, uh, on, on had yeah. the yeah they were on your side or like they had a similar objective to you There's your character ambiguity. yeah. But for me, like for for elusive man, he he started out as just a dude who, in many in many ways, it's a lot like Lex Luthor, who didn't really start seeing aliens as a problem until they made first contact, and then for whatever reason, foresight saw it, and then he got wrapped up in the the war, and his two buddies got killed, and then that kind of set him on a path where he felt that humanity was losing its place in the grand scheme of things in the councils and that's a lot kind of you there's a lot of that rumblings in the when you play the first game that uh 
uh, humanity doesn't really deserve a place in the council because it's not for whatever reason. That they're they infinitesimal. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the children. They they're the, the kids. Yeah, exactly. Where you have like races that live on forever and, and, and elusive man doesn't believe that, you know what I mean? And there's like, there's that chip on his shoulder, but he does it in such a way that it's not necessarily a bitterness, but more like, we're going to prove that we right. deserve it's, a place. Yeah, because he's leading you, know you I mean? he's leading you throughout the course of the yeah. game, sending you on these missions and stuff, and, and you're like, oh, this guy's, a, he's, he's an ally. He, he, he has, like, a very distinctive purpose. Yeah. And that purpose is, like, felt. And the only reason it doesn't, and you could argue that, like, Cerberus as a whole doesn't work because of Shepard, really. Because Shepard, like, made it his focus. Like, that was, like, really one of the, his, mistakes was bringing back Shepard mm-hmm. but at the same time like without Shepard he wouldn't Cerberus wouldn't have gotten where yeah it, it wouldn't man. have had a place yeah. at the table um and I think that that to me like says a lot about the character I feel like he's just an amazing man that you never really fight him you never really like it, it always is kind of a battle of wits and words. And I mean, you know what I mean? It doesn't hurt that it's Martin Sheen's voice. It doesn't hurt at all yeah. that it's Martin Sheen because, like, no, certainly. <laughs> not. I'll be perfectly honest. I, I, I actually think Mass Effect Two is my favorite one. I'm it's the most balanced. Yeah, because I, I didn't. I got all the way to the end of three, and a friend was like, "Don't finish the game. Don't finish the game because the ending is terrible." And I was like, "Oh crap!" So then I didn't play oh, it. No. I was very. I didn't influ- finish three. I well, didn't expectations so I played three. a lot on, into that factor. But then they gave us a new ending or whatever. Yeah, and but I it never went back to it. It doesn't change the three. It, the game comes out comes down to three choices. That DLC doesn't really give you more options, but rather elaborates more on the ending. Yeah, I so it doesn't necessarily it. make it. A better ending, didn't but it doesn't. It. it yeah, it makes it more fulfilling. Now I we guess. talked about this before because I told you that I didn't want to play Andromeda until I finished three, and you told me not to worry about that. It, it doesn't. It because I yeah I know it, it connects because it kind of takes place in between. Yeah, they're one they're and running two. parallel to yeah. one another, and there is mention, but stuff that really kind of just is like oh, it, they're they're throwaway lines. You know what I mean? Right. So I I do I actually. Actually went out and found a copy of Mass Effect Three on three hundred and sixty. Oh, and uh, as I'm speaking far away from my microphone, um, but I don't see it up there. I'm now. surprised. That's yeah, they still haven't um, remastered remastered those yeah, to put them on the Isn't that it right consoles. there next to uh, Halo Wars? I've, oh yeah, yeah, it's right there. <laughs> uh, I've 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 put off replaying them for so long You're that, waiting for that remaster? I'm waiting for a remaster, yeah. and I. I have to say that I've is it even going to come? I don't I know. don't think so. Probably and not. and so because I've come to that conclusion that I started replaying them on the 360 well, or, so or, or or on the Xbox one because well, I have all three of them and I I I just popped it in the other day and I was like such a welcoming sound to hear the title drone song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. yeah. Like that's such a I don't know why but like I love the music in that game and it I was did. Just it's great. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that I ever spent more time in an RPG world than I did when I played the first Mass Effect. Like I I got into it and I was like this is the answer I've been waiting for since Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. I loved it, dude. And you know what? And like when I first played it, I fell off um, because it, I just couldn't get into it. And then now replaying it, it's dense. Like it's it's, exp- very it's, it's so exposition much stuff to heavy. Read and and yeah. like if you kind of just go through the story, fine. But like 
spending time at the Citadel when you first get there, you learn so much about all like the threads that the are going to come to me. The Citadel is really cool. I got stuck in the Citadel for a while. You do. You'll get lost like, in that because yeah. it's like a lot. You're. I'm like five hours into the game and four of those hours was spent wandering around the Citadel. I think I spent maybe 30 minutes in the nightclub dancing. Yeah. Just dancing There's the just nightclub. so much to do. And then yeah. like <laughs> when, when you become a specter, like then the world opens up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I loved, and I know I'm in the minority uh, thinking that driving around in the Mako was fun. <laughs> I actually enjoyed but that. I loved the it. old styrofoam. I did yeah. Have, like, I enjoyed look, that. And I'll tell you why. Because driving around in the Mako... Like, there's very few games that you can kind of explore different planets. And I think that's what Mass Effect did. I think the biggest mistake was to do, switching it to two, was that whole radar system. Mm -hmm. That was the most boring, tedious thing to just sit there on a planet and then just shoot drones at it for, like, what amounts to 25 minutes of just mind-numbing nonsense. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll take the Mako, and to be honest, it's not the worst thing to drive. Like, I would give that award to the Warthog in Halo 1. Trying to finish that last <laughs> stage in, in Halo 1, driving the most unintuitive Bungie vehicle. Bungie has <laughs> vehicle control issues. No, sure. but because the Sparrow the sparrow does not have... The Sparrow's have. okay, but the tanks in, in uh, Destiny 2 are not great. Okay, so, well, they're all right. I think they're more they're I better feel like than the you Warthog. You're more forgiving of vehicles and games than anyone else. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I know because I'm telling you right now that the Halo were the worst things in the world. Like they are so counterintuitive. Now, the Mako, the problem is that there's a physics, but they're it makes sense because well, I don't know about that. It was kind of revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> revolutionary the in the, the worst like you can't drive it. It's undrivable. Well, you can. It's you drivable. It's, it's, it's only drivable. drivable. It's not drivable. There's a learning guys. curve. <laughs> There's a learning curve. Yes. Do you need a learning curve to move forward, guys? In an I alien know. vehicle, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Mass Effect did it fine. Have you ever driven? <laughs> a I, I'm on the other side of that though because I had the hardest time with the vehicle in Mass Effect. I didn't. It was so easy, and I get the physics like seem kind of bouncy, but you're on alien planets. I like there's different gravities the damn to car. it. Every time I went to do a corner, it was like... I don't know how you did that. That's kind of an impossible thing to do because it flips over. I don't remember having (laughs) trouble driving the Mako, but I do remember sometimes being like, oh, this... Keep getting hit by these sandworms. The, 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 the thresher mouse, yeah. dude. I, dude. I'm all about the Mako from Andromeda. Yeah, that thing. Okay, I actually yeah, like the Mako in Andromeda. The, but that's and that's what I was saying earlier. That to me, in a lot of ways, that's and, the best part of the game. Andromeda is a better version of Mass Effect, of Mass Mass right. Mass Effect One because because yeah. it took a lot of ideas from the first game, and because of all the Andromeda behind the scenes, it um. They they borrowed a lot from the first game, I think. Yeah, like, no, I, they, and, they and do. I the Mako and the they they kind of added the, it in the third one with the hollow jet, and I thought that was fine. But even still, like in the third one, they almost kind of had to try to do best of both worlds because you did kind of still have to mine. Mm-hmm. And in Andromeda, they did that too, where you'd like drop the thing and it sucks up the the rocks. Well, or yeah, whatever. but you're doing all that mining for the war effort in three, right? Because you were trying to. But it's Which, it, but it's game. it's not as tedious as it is in the second one. Yeah, I don't remember you know it being I mean? that tedious in the third one, but uh, I think that that was one of the reasons why it took me a long time to grind through three was because I was trying to put Earth in the best possible position 
to I win the war. See, I care about, I care about that's somebody else's job. Well, see, yeah, I, that was I, I didn't that's care about I that. Play games too, logistics weren't really I, my I detail. But yeah, but there was like a whole meta game about the logistics in, <laughs> no, I, in three. I, I know, and just I was that like, wasn't my detail. I was like, we need well, this, see, we need this for the war, we need that for the war. I feel like you would really enjoy Inquisition now because there's a lot of that if you get into the story stuff like that and setting up your whole thing. Because the whole point of Inquisition is building your army. You you are the Inquisitor. Yeah, I want to play Inquisition, but I want to play Origins and two first. Do it. Kind of like how Division Two, you're you're Division One rather. Your, your job is to just sort of uh, upgrade the base. I, I, I want to finish the, <laughs> upgrade division, the base because of the Division 2 just came out. Well, division you know, if you want a quick way to get through the games, our good friend Zenny has played through Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age 2 all on her Twitch channel. That's true. That is XXXZenny, XXX. Um, I, uh, okay. <laughs> she's plugging over here. Yeah, she's plugging. Um, yeah so I, uh, I have to give my top honors to the elusive man although i will say like in the pantheon of villains like it came close between that and and ganon for me um but elusive man just had a more He's so sinister. F- mm. more n- it, it wasn't just like um steal the princess or whatever <laughs> not just a bowser it wasn't bowser it, like elusive man has his personal reasons for being in this like s- galactic stage you know what i mean and it's his cancer isn't it Huh? Do you it's think they the got the idea the from yeah. the guy in contact? Maybe. Maybe. I wouldn't doubt it. It seems a little like the guy in contact. It, yeah. That's what that's what it seemed like to me for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I've never and seen contact. And uh, you should watch contact. Shocking. Should give it a watch. Give it a give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. Give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a Jodie Foster, um, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Um, and, and I just feel like his. I can't like much like Thanos. Like I can't necessarily disagree for wanting to be a part of something that if everything else is like moving forward, like. You you you've acknowledged this like we've made it this far as humanity like mm-hmm. why wouldn't we be part of a council and have a say mm-hmm. you know what I mean like <clears throat> and not to mention we were an issue before back in the day that's one of the reasons why the Reapers were trying to wipe us out exactly like there's so, like there's a lot more to him like as a uh, character and I think an like and, and 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 you know like he he's felt throughout the game like it's not like. Th- He's just like a presence, and I feel like yeah, a lot of like villains the most makes you check in like it's yeah. Space, yeah. Dad. Space, yeah, Dad. It's like, space Dad. Yeah, it's like Shepard, where you at? And I'm like, I'm handling business. <laughs> <laughs> but are you handling my business or your Shut business? Up, my, my business. Well, Michael Douglas. now just, <laughs> yeah. just brought me back to life. You yeah. get to tell me what to do. Well, he uses Miranda to micromanage. He yeah, he uses Miranda. That's why you know that's why her that's her why love her and Jack. I love affair was uh, was torrid at best. Oh. <laughs> that's why you go. I actually that's the one thing about that game that I was like, oh. The the because you know Ashley Williams was was my go to at the end of one, so when she wasn't yeah, in two, I, I was like up. I was like totally bummed. So I'm like, all right, I guess I move on. So I'm bang Miranda, and then Ashley Williams <laughs> is all kinds of pissed off about that in three. I'm like, whoa! First of all, you weren't in the game. <laughs> she was still in the universe. Different zip codes. I didn't know that. I <laughs> thought she was gone. She didn't die. <laughs> I didn't know that, and well, I never had an option. There was you, no option to not banger. You, you, I mean, there was. There is there an was op- absolutely an option. <laughs> but there's option. so now that I'm, <clears throat> I just because I'm curious because you do have an option to save her or Caden in the first game. All right, there's no eggplant. So wizard. that's true. There's no eggplant. Wizard. You got an option not to <laughs> <laughs> have an eggplant. <laughs> Here you go, kid. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's weird that you had that. I'm curious if your save file didn't transfer over because you, no, you save, but you save you. You have a choice to save her 
in the first it's, game. Yeah, you choose between her and Caden. Yeah, yeah so Caden yeah, died. Every, every time. Yeah. Every oh, time. for sure. Sorry, yeah, Caden's gone. I didn't like, yeah. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <but> <laughs> He really meant nothing to me. I never I mean, I, I mean, love my son, Caden, but not that guy. But either. not that guy. Yeah, I didn't really care. But he was more an exposition drop anyway. So yeah. like, I didn't really care about his politics. And really kind of, <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. kind I mean, of resembles I mean, him in the third you know, one. We'll, we'll, we'll remember him always. Though, I had a friend who played the game as well. And even she, as her female shepherd, Killed Caden. Let's be real. Nobody liked him. Nobody, nobody liked him. him. Yeah. So Although like, our oh, friend yeah, Zenny did. He was he was useful as yeah. She she I loved Caden. I don't remember. Caden. I don't know why. He's in the only in the first one. I don't remember. Maybe because he's in I the third one. If he survives, well, yeah, he's yeah. in the first. If he survives, he's in the third one. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't really. I don't. I don't. I think it's like probably like ninety five percent. What happened? Like ninety five percent of people don't let him survive. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think he make like. Canon-wise, I think they ended up going with Caden as the one that's the the canon uh, that dies. That dies. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, because I, I, I remember Ashley coming back in the third one. Yeah, Ashley is prominent in the third one for sure. But she didn't. Kaden, she wasn't mad at me because I banged um, the uh, Miranda. No, in the first one. Yeah, uh, it's Liara. Miranda that she doesn't want you to bang. Like, uh, if you bang I Miranda, banged, uh, that, that ruins everything. Between Liara. You. Then you're spending the entire third game apologizing to Ashley, trying to keep her. From shooting you in the back, no, because I, I see because I, we, I, I, I don't think I think that's flirted. why I couldn't get her on my ship initially. No, we Ooh, flirted, Ashley? but we uh, yeah. Well, yeah, she was she was mad about everything. She's just kind of an angry no, girl. She's, she's not. She's, she, see, that's what I'm saying. But somebody else said they had a different experience that she wasn't mad and she got on their ship right away. Wait, are you talking about in three? Yeah, I she I had no problem. Her and I were buddies because like we flirted a lot. We never banged. I banged um uh, Liara. Liara, and so when we met in the third name. one. Well, you know, see, I that's a lot of people in the see, Mass Effect universe, dude. I banged Ashley in the first one, so she well, was hella pissed. So here's yeah, what happened to me in the first pissed. one. Yeah, that's, whose fault I, is that? I, <laughs> I mean, you're a little too loose in the galaxies. You could have banged Jimmy in the second game. Look, yeah, you could have let you could have left the light stayed, on for her, sir. I stayed true to <laughs> Ashley until Miranda started showing me them signals, and I was like, "Oh Lord of mercy!" But like, how how easily were you swayed? Because Miranda doesn't try very hard. No, she doesn't. But she see see. But I played a game in a way where a lot of the stuff that I did because she was always my companion she agreed with the decisions that I made so I made allies with her very early on because You're again, about Miranda yeah. right okay. but she also did do the like oh, no let's keep professional thing she you did. had to persist I, beyond see, that that's the thing she did. She was the one who broke that mold for me mm-hmm. so that's what I'm saying everybody's got different experiences mm-hmm. in Mass Effect I don't think so I think you could have made a choice <laughs> I did make a choice I made a choice Ashley. and I slipped yeah. and fell okay so <laughs> forgot about Ashley you forgot about Ashley I didn't forget so she was rising in the game she wasn't and in the but game. She was in the galaxy. She was in and your heart. As far as I knew, when when she sent you an email, yeah, Look, she did as far as I knew, email. when the ship blew up, she died along with me. That's all I knew. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't know that she survived that explosion. Mm-hmm. But see, her telling you in the third game how upset she was shows that she waited for you. She waited for you. I know she waited for me. But and I, you going around all, like a Lothario? Was, okay, first of all, she didn't know I was alive <laughs> until like the you. very end. I'm pretty sure she knew. Once Shepard came back to life, that was news. Right. Okay, that was front page news. Right, but I'm saying right, the she's point She emails is, you about it in the second game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Right, but I was never able to interact with her. You were just too distracted by Miranda. Oh, Listen, yes. you can put up all you can put up all your excuses. to an email these First of all, sir, you you can put all your excuses up on Front Street. At the end of the day, you made a conscious choice to bang both Jack and Miranda. Well, I, okay. First of all, you can't bang Jack and Miranda. You can bang Jack and. Uh, but we know where your heart lied. Because I because that was the thing. Once she found out that I banged Jack, 
that ruined my chances with Miranda. I was like, you oh. were uh, you were you were and starting. Let me tell you something. You were starting. I like had to a restart my game. Our love triangle between Jack and Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> they could not be any more polar opposites. But see, here's the thing. I I Jack Jack uh, offered. And I turned her down politely, but then I did her companion mission, and we were cool. So by the time I ran into her in a third game, she was like, much respect. No, she had her mohawk I, and everything. I, I was turned like, her down. Mm-hmm. and I, I was not into Jack. I felt but like see, there was too much going on I with like her. Jack. There was a lot of... I dr- like Jack, I like Jack, I like Jack as oh, a character. Yeah, yeah. She was awesome. She had a lot... She had too much drama going on for me <laughs> to be involved in. She had too much drama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She had too much Andromeda to get involved in that. That that was a hot mess of a situation was, that was, was not going to end. So was not going to end. I've you completed the thread here. Have we all set our favorite? We have, I think. Yeah, we, we have, we have. The thread was still there. We the were on Mass Effect there. the whole time. It was I just Mass lost it because I. It's such a good game, and like Wait, replaying it. Who was your favorite baddie? Uh, I, it was Andrew Ryan. Andrew oh, Ryan. Right, right, Bioshock. Right. We started with Bioshock. We started with Bioshock. Bioshock completely. Yeah, you got You got a. Uh, consolation. So we got through them, but like, actually, you know what? I think it's also in Game Pass. Are there any villains that we? There. Oh, any uh, honorable mention? Yeah, I want to give about. a shout out to Doctor Wiley, Darth Revan. I want to give. Well, no, <laughs> right, Darth Revan. Darth Revan for sure. We all know Star Wars villains are the best. Star Wars, yeah, we because see, we the thing it. is that like, if I had included all that stuff, then everybody would have been Darth Vader, Darth all no. the Darths. Well, no, well, no, because <laughs> we. I think no, everybody understood that. that yeah, characters in the movie were were not allowed. Right, I was relegating it to the game because I would have said Star Killer. Because technically he was kind of a villain too. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true. Again, Star Wars. I'm right. Just saying I if you remove right. the so Vegas saying no Star Wars. But allowed. you have, but we have a breadth of video games that we could have delved into. Why go back to Star Wars? I, because it would have been was yeah <laughs> different. Yeah, Kotor was different. It, it would have been it was not in the me. movies. It was thousands of years before the movies ever even existed. Well, yeah, I have, I have an honorable mention. That what is your honorable mention? Star Wars, and that is uh, Rami Malek's character in Until Dawn. <laughs> Yes. Fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. He was. Yeah. Good. Well, I never finished the game, so I never well, started the game. That doesn't spoil much. That but, doesn't spoil um, much. Rami Malek villain. Rami, Rami Malek was really yeah, good in that game. So good. So good. Uh, un. I mean, yeah, kind of an underrated. It's always good. I feel yes. like the game is underrated to begin with, but it's definitely a game that everyone should try at least once because it's it's fun. Like if you're into horror movies, oh, like the sure. end kind of twist is kind of like eh, whatever. Well, I mean, there's but a, there's the a the build up to it is really good. There's a couple end twists you can get. Well, I mean, it's the same twist overall, but there's a couple ways the game can end because the ultimate <laughs> achievement of the game is to he's just gonna play Destiny. There is a way, and I've heard that people have done it I mean, I that, that everyone back. survives. Right. I have not done it. I have ended up killing many of my teenagers, but there is a way to beat the game where all of there the is teens it's a trophy. Survive. Well, I I was that, that that was how I was playing what the game. And I was at least fifty percent through that game, difficult. and I still had everybody alive. So. Ooh. I'm curious back, because there's might, one point in die. the game where you have it. It seems like there's oh no God. option there but was, to kill one character. There was a very tiny so choice in the beginning of yeah. the game that made such a huge thing in the end, and I killed so many people. Mm-hmm. I just didn't <laughs> like the reveal of what the 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 things that were chasing oh, you really? are. I, I yeah, it. like I thought I it was fine, it. but it just seemed like oh, it's that. Oh. I guess because it, it builds up such in such a way it builds up in such a way that it's like oh this seems like a cool like supernatural villain and it but kind I mean, of is but it doesn't a, there's really. a couple twists in the game because there's depending on but the reveal of the bad guy is the, not the is universal it, it is it isn't because there's the the Rami Malek reveal and then there's the game villain reveal because uh, yeah it's a story I guess. within a story sure um, I mean trying I guess to so. say this in the best way without spoiling anything for the people who haven't completely. Gotten that far? <laughs> um, <laughs> you'll Chris? still enjoy the game because once you're w- well, once you're in this game, you really have you get really sucked into it because there's a lot of quick choices you have to make, and w- then you get you get sucked into those like weird 
um, like sort of bubbles with P- Peter Stormer talking to you about your fears, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. Yeah, and it, it was changes good. how the gameplay. It was a good movie. Acts out, yeah. yeah, it's a movie. It definitely game. was a good movie. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to just like I said, because I haven't elaborated, but I want to give a shout out to Doctor Wiley for building <laughs> as many many robots as he can, and always getting thwarted <laughs> by one dude, Mister Mega Man, and I Rock feel like Rockman, and I feel like. There's no if if Mega Man existed in the real world, there's no way that he would be defeated by one boy with the amount of machines that he builds cuz he's essentially Iron Man, like Tony Stark <laughs> just building robots. <laughs> and he creates viruses to infect these robots to turn them bad. Like in one game he I didn't realize how invested you were into the storyline of this game. I love Mega, Mega Man. Man. Oh, Mega Man's great. I love Mega Man and I don't I even think, care that I it's the Mega same Man's game for fun. But 30 I years. Never <laughs> knew all this backstory. Yeah, I never knew it had backstory. <laughs> no, it has a backstory. Like, Dr. Light and Dr. Wily were partners, I and mean, they had a difference of opinion. And then it's like uh, Tony Stark or Howard Stark and Anton Venka. Exactly. They had a difference of opinion, and Dr. Wily said, fuck you, and they started building robots, helper robots, and turn them into, like, deadly creatures. And let's be real here, <laughs> they would very easily take over the world. If you have a guy named Bomb Man... He's going to be whose sole purpose is to throw bombs. <laughs> bomb man. Like throw that alone, bombs. never mind fireman who <laughs> exists to just spew fire. Like and a lot on of top the world of that, he was designed for deforestation too by the oh, way. Yeah. And on top of that, <laughs> you're building the other robots we like the dragon robots robot that. Yeah. that he builds and then the, like the crusher robots like the mini bosses that you fight in Dr. Wily's castle. There's a lot more to this game than I realized. Definitely a much more competent villain than Sonic. He's dead. Oh, oh yeah. okay. forget Dr. Robotnik. On, Dr. Robotnik. Eggman. Eggman. Get out of here, Eggman. Hinks. Nobody likes Eggman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Honorable mention for lamest villains. He's yeah, for honorable. sure. For sure. He lets a hedgehog beat him. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> a blue hedgehog. A blue hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, he can run pretty fast. That's true. I guess when he wants to. He runs crazy fast. Whatever. Well, when he's got enough protein. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, What's your uh, honorable, honorable mention? mention? Do you have one? I, well, I, I guess, I mean, I wanted to find a way to work Final Fantasy Tactics in here, but okay. there's no way to do it. There was no one villain. <laughs> it was just a good, like, villainous, like, just... Many villains. Yeah. yeah. Story, the, just the whole story. I enjoyed just, Tactics. Mm-hmm. I would play replay it again. But I have, it's not anywhere, right? It's not like... Um, it's only on the 3DS. No, actually, I think uh-huh. it might be backwards compatible on Sony. Ooh. It might be able to get it. On I had it on my PlayStation 3. I don't know if I can do it on my... Uh, you know what? I think I have it on the PlayStation 3, too. Yeah, I don't know if I have it on... If well, I it's been a minute since I've turned it on talked about, and I know this, this villain is mentioned a lot, is um, the Far Cry um, villain. What's his name? Oh, from Far Cry, Far Cry Far 3. Cry. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't play that game, though. Oh, I, don't I never played it, and I think that's... Far Cry 3? I've played Far Cry 3. I played the beginning of the game, but that... Um, Mondo. Yeah. I forget his name. He's too. fantastic, and his villain is like so yeah. infamous. If I you go online, is, I just didn't like, play that game. Yeah, I didn't so play it, which is he's why just, he's not on my list. He's so like vicious and sinister. I just like. Uh, it's worth mentioning, I think. He's definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, it's. He's got some of the best villain monologues. I feel like. In yeah, he he yeah, it's it's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, one one question. Far Cry Far Cry has too many villains though that are very ambiguous. Yeah, so. but he's tops, man. So it's kind of one of those weird things where you're playing and you're like, I don't know who to believe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what is this veil of lies? Yeah, it's just, just constant veil of lies. The and it's happened so many times in the past three Fall, Far Cry games that I'm like, now it's like I play a Far Cry game and I'm like. See, I can never get, I never get into Far Cry. Yeah. Except for Blood Dragon. 
I did get into that. And then I stopped playing it because I got bored. So I didn't really play these games a lot, but like one that I was considering as for the lamest villains, I didn't like the set of villains that that were in Metal Gear. Really? At all. They were so like cartoony though, like yeah, Psycho Mantis. Right. Like they were all kind of just over the top silly to me. But that's just inherent to the games. And it's weird because it's... But it didn't it's, need to be. It's also Hideo Kojima. Yeah, that's, that's Kojima's. Really just it's, him. I mean, have you yeah. seen the trailer just, for for Death Walking, Dead Stranding? Stranding? Like, it's, it's just a walking simulator um, to me. It's just a, it's Norman Reedus walking with a baby but, inside him. But it's, it's more. <laughs> it's, I think it's his clone because I think when they die, that baby grows rapidly and becomes them. Maybe. I, I mean, know. who the fuck it's knows weird. what that game? I have no idea what that game's about. And it's worse. It's worse. Yeah, it's worse because if you play Metal Gear games, then you kind of realize how out there he can be you know what i mean like oh, it's super out there it's really bizarre um they are all now on playstation now and i kind of want to replay them mm-hmm. but that that's too much to get invested because mm-hmm. i remember really liking part two. Oh, i was yeah we do have to wrap this up i did want to talk about resident evil 4 but that's all right <laughs> all right <laughs> well next we can time. uh next we can tune go next into resident evil on our next episode to oh. tune in next time for our deep dive into resident evil can we do a deep dive into horror games Oh, so yeah. The horror genre. Who doesn't, who doesn't love a good horror game? Okay. Yeah, I'm staring at you making noise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys again for tuning in. I apologize for the length of this episode, or maybe I don't. Maybe I'm not sorry at all. Sorry Listen to us for two hours. Yeah, be villainous. <laughs> be villains. Villains don't apologize. Handsome Jack, what would, what would Handsome Jack do? Yeah, what would Andrew I mean, Ryan do? He, he would say, you're welcome for two hours. Of I guess so. <laughs> Hashtag shiny. You're welcome. So, as always, please remember to like, subscribe, and share. Share, share, share with your friends. Send us some comments. Let us know what other things you would like to get thrown into the show. Thank you again. And speaking on behalf of Vega, Vexa, and Ian, I'm Christopher J. We are the First Nerd Order Gaming. Bye. Bye.